Welcome back. Did you share music, Anna? Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. She did. I did. Of course she did. Um, I whoever Anna, I'm sure it was Anna. I didn't even actually look, but I'm sure. Um, yeah, of course it was Anna. Um, a thousand and ninety-three oh. days oh. <laughs> we've been playing this game. Happy three years, people. I know that's crazy. A thousand and ninety-three days. There, there aren't many things that I have done for a full three years, other than like you know work and things. Um, putting the hours in, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's really cool. It's, it's this really is our longest hours played game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it doesn't go above this one. Well, and I, I did, um, I did, of course, post in chat that the thousand ninety-three. Uh, days really is only like four days inning but you know that's, that's right mm-hmm. um anyway so wow uh that was an interesting week we left off last week um with everybody in blackstaff tower and kind of recovering or or at least trying to um process what had happened and Marin's return and all of those things and then there was um a bit of a turn <laughs> where everybody got really sad for a minute um and then everybody got really angry for a minute so i i think the best recap that i could come up with and i tried to figure out a way to to provide one sentence that did it justice and i don't think i could but <laughs> um uh Renair was full of despair and don confronted him valiantly and now he's less full of despair <laughs> Awesome. Mission accomplished. <laughs> so, so there you go. Uh, he's not on his way to Disney. We'll put it that way. But, um, <laughs> but the, the short version, I think, was that, you know, that he was uh, he was met valiantly and his attitude was adjusted a little bit. So uh, was not to mention it was like to from his doctor. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not to mention it was just epic reading like i read it out loud oh, <laughs> to nice. everyone here everyone here is like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, was great. it was great so anyway um also can everybody hear me because i'm on my headphones because it's a long day and everybody's mm-hmm. so. uh-huh yes groovy um all right so uh wh- where are we i didn't know we- i don't think we reached a final decision as to whether or not everybody was going up to their room have a sleepy time i know don headed upstairs Right um, before I, Don I headed rest. up. Yeah, I was going to say right before Don headed upstairs, Barrett had one little thing he wanted to do, but go for it. All right. I'm like, freeze frame. Sick. So Barrett reaches over uh, to the table where he had been working on his little project, scoops something up, walks over to Don and hands him three 300 gold piece diamonds and says, that was, uh, that, that was great, Don. I, I, Appreciate your. No, that's not what he would say. What would he say? See, this is the problem when you can't write it down and and I mean, you ponder on it, it for down like four you... hours before you post it. It's just a little. Barrett is writing. Um, no, Barrett. Are you would kidding? Say... Anytime anyone's name pops up with typing, I get like a dopamine hit. Like I know, I know. <laughs> it, it, yeah. it really is. It really is. Uh, Barrett oh, would say Lord. that was inspiring, Don. I I applaud your your faith in Helm and in the rest of us. And then we'll walk back to the end of the table and pick up what's left of the insignia of claws and like wing it out the door uh, because the door still got that inky blackness on it out into the inky blackness. I don't know where it went. doesn't matter. It's gone. But Is this the one that was brand new that you asked from Renair? No, he's never gotten that one. So this is okay. the one that he picked up in Idlemere. Ah, okay. That, that 
Z identified and said that it was probably an insignia clause, but it needed repaired and it only had three of the five diamonds in it. And so Barrett just decided to dismantle it and give the diamonds to Dawn because we need the diamonds. Gotcha, gotcha. And chucked it out the door. So it's gone. And then he would turn to Z and say, Z, can you do something with the silverware? Sorry, I bent some of uh, the Blackwood's silverware or Blackstaff's silverware. Uh, anyway. Well, actually, the Blackwoods and Blackstaff now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's what Barrett says. Little, little um, vignette that I didn't have time to type. I love it. it. It was three 100 gold diamonds? 300 golds. Three 300s. I mean, that's three, my three, back of three 300, three 300 oh. gold diamonds oh. is what I'm claiming was in there. Okay. Don the is DM, stunned the into DM thankful silence. Down, but I have math behind it if you want to see it. <laughs> that's all good. I was going to ask DM, is it cool if we so deem, can we get inspiration from Don? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I wrote in the chat, I just didn't use those words, but yeah. Yeah, well. and I started playing music during that whole speech, just for effect. Exactly. I, oh, I love it. Like, <laughs> we got to make sure it ends up in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let me think on that. I, I think you're right, Ellie. I think that's a good... Um, yeah, I think something like that would happen. So give me a minute and I'll think about that for sure. We can call That's it a, cleric, really point. cleric inspiration and, and and you can add a D10. <laughs> it does make me laugh though, because I think on everyone's sheet, I'm literally the only one who doesn't have inspiration. I think you are. Yeah. Do I still uh, have inspiration? Well, I think yeah. I think Don definitely gets inspiration for sure. But All we'll right. Ooh, I'll take it. I we'll figure you. out what else... Um, what well then, no. Let's in? leave it that way. That's better. Don gets inspired. Yeah, that's better. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Less all of you children. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> what does that um, mean? Okay. What What else is anybody else doing? Anything else we before ever... bed? That uh, well, Z's happy to roll his eyes uh, at Barrett's request and cast whatever mend is appropriate. <laughs> and otherwise, right. looking for the near the uh, soonest moment to cast whatever magical power he has left on himself sleep so he can sleep because he's very 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 tired barrett will help him to his bed i love that no that's awesome okay so for those of you who are going upstairs um there is a moving statue that walks you upstairs and um let me so we are going upstairs we might as well have a look and see what it looks like nothing too terribly exciting just bedrooms really but worth looking at i suppose I think at this Since point for us, a proper it. bedroom is very exciting. That's probably true too, actually. We've either been sleeping in a closet, sleeping in a tavern, or in a tent in a bunker on the floor. Yeah, right, <laughs> or in a right? dome. That's yeah. what We've been sleeping Maybe in not. a Or a yurt, I guess, is a hut. <laughs> it is a very nice hut, though. Lavender lusciousness. Lavender lusciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great paint Random, color name. Gosh, it really does. It really like does. Bath and Body Works spray. Yeah, I'm sure that already exists, to be honest. Uh, let's see. Let's do that button, shall we? Nope, let's don't do that button. That's definitely <laughs> the wrong button. Let's try a different button. Let's try that button. Theoretically, yes? Yes, no? map. Okay, looks like a map. Proper map. Looks like it might have bedrooms on it. Yes. Cool. Um, okay, so this is the uh, the view upstairs, just to give you an idea of um, the layout and where things are. I don't know if it matters or not, but um, certainly things you would have discovered. 
headed up the stairs, big, big spiral staircase in the center goes, seems to go all the way up the top. Um, as you ascend, the statue is um, careful to make sure that it is in the front and you are all behind it. Uh, at one point, we'll assume Aiden probably tries to kind of buddy up to the statue and head up the stairs a little bit too fast and the statue puts out an arm and holds him back so that he does not get ahead. Uh, in the center of the staircase is this massive contraption. Um, it would be very similar to kind of some of the, the things that you have seen, the sphere of the galaxy, the planets swirling around and all that good stuff, but very different in that it's not, it doesn't match anything and there's a whole lot more going on. Uh, and that particular sculpture is uh, massive, goes up several stories through the center of the staircase and is in motion turning. Uh, there's no, there's nothing that is obvious to any of you that you could read out of it, that it would tell you anything. There's no, there's nothing that appears to be a clock or a calendar or anything like that. It's just this massive construct that's spinning in circles. Heading up, uh, everything as you rise through the tower, everything is just as opulent as the first floor was. Uh, everything is very well appointed. The walls are uh, beautifully decorated. There's plants everywhere. It's, it's on the high end of what one would expect from... Um, a noble's house or, or along those lines. <clears throat> Excuse me. The second floor where you arrive at the, the bedroom floor, supposedly, is um, a long kind of corridor around the central staircase. And there are rooms off of each of those, off of that corridor in a great big circle. Uh, you are directed past this first room, the door to which it is open. It is a library of sorts, um, looks to be just a plain old ordinary library. There's also a sitting area. Um, you get the impression that the, the statue is welcoming you to that space, should you need it, uh, should you want to sit and talk together or have a look at some of the books. Things. And then each of you is directed to a different bedroom, one, two, three, four, five, uh, here along this. Each of the bedrooms is um, not not quite as lavish as everything else, although the furniture is indeed expensive furniture. Uh, but they're they're fairly small rooms; they're not huge, but clearly function was a was a part of it. Um, you know, for from what you have heard about Blackstaff Tower, that it was very often used as a school uh, for apprentices, and presumably these are the bedrooms of uh, the people who would be staying. The uh, each bedroom bed little footlocker kind of situation, cabinet kind of situation for clothing or whatever you might need to store. But I'm sure the bed is the part that is, is most interesting to most everyone. And you will find that the beds are supremely comfortable. Uh, they are definitely feather and probably imported from somewhere. <laughs> um, but at any rate, it is. it looks like it's going to be just a very good night. Uh, all the doors close behind you should you want and lock should you want. Um, there are windows in each room, stained glass, so it's not easy to see in, but light does move in, or presumably will tomorrow when it is daylight. And yeah, I think that's all you got. It's a bedroom, a nice bedroom, a fancy bedroom. Sleep. Uh, is there anything anybody in particular wants to do before bedtime? Or are we just resting? I know I would definitely want to take some time to clean my equipment. Okay. Um, I would do that. And then if there is a window, I would just spend some time contemplating 
the circumstances as they stand, everything that's happened, everything that's just learned, and just like watching if anyone is outside in the street, the little lights walk past, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, so the the windows, like I said, are stained glass, so it's it's difficult to see um, uh, oh, specific details below. But so you know, some of the glass is is clear enough that if you're close, you can kind of look out and get an idea of what's going on in the city. And sure, there there are those passerbys, passer pass people uh, downstairs people. <laughs> that are walking through the streets. Um, it's it's pretty late in the evening, so Waterdeep is starting to go to sleep, but uh, it is also returning to the vitality that it once had where um, the, the streets often have people in them at night, um, walking about, coming home from taverns, that sort of thing. And the celebrations are still getting underway as people are still excited about having night back. I mean, many of these people have not been out at night, out of their homes at night in a long time. So definitely there is movement in the city for sure. Okay. And then just like per usual before actually going to bed, a little like the little nightly prayer session and then sure. conk in. Conk out. All right. And Z has um Z hasn't had Z hasn't had a rest since all that shadow shadow Z business and the the healing. So I'm sure he's completely zonked out and wants to sleep, period. Awesome. Anything, Barrett Ellie? I just have a question. Is Aiden's with us, right? Yeah. Huh? Okay, who's just, if Aiden wants to sleep in my room on the bed, I can sleep in a hammock, but whatever. Yeah, you'll do that. Um, Sorry if uh, I snore, Aiden. <laughs> just reach up and rock rock the hammock a little bit. It'll go away. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's so funny. That's um, great. <laughs> Barrett would ask the statue before he goes into his room. I know the statue can't talk, but it, it's clear that we could leave our, because Barrett's going to be up before everybody else. Can he... You, you can go into the library if you want. Yeah, it was it was made clear to you that that space is available. Great. All the other doors on this floor are closed. Yeah. Um, that one was was opened for your use specifically. Yep. You no, the only other thing Barrett would do before going to sleep is uh, just kind of poke around the cabinet and the foot locker and the whatever. I mean, yeah. if it's locked, he's not going to pick a lock, but just making sure he knows what's in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so since you mentioned... Um, None of those are locked, but they're also not empty. Uh, it is the, the whoever had this room prior to Bear um, definitely left a few things here and there. There's, um, you know, some, a set of clothes folded neatly in the bureau that didn't get taken out. Uh, there are some scribbles, some notes, things like that, that are um, just studies, just arcane studies about nothing. There's no... Um, breathtaking secrets that are going to end up in the chat later. Um, but you you get a sense a little bit of the person who was there before you. Probably not as tidy as one should have been. Um, probably not as organized as one should have been. Kind of the, the haphazard wizard, so to speak. But nothing, nothing remarkable. Just, okay. In no, like case, rods of lordly might or anything left laying around. No, no, no claws. No 300 gold diamonds. I'm done with claws, man. Not ever asking again. All no right. Mythalars. No that. Mythalars, yeah. Oh, look, two Mythalars. Okay. Yeah, mention that right here in this little cabinet. Uh, the world is safe. Okay. Cool. In that case, uh, I would assume long rest for everyone. Yes, Alex. Um, sorry. sorry. Oh, I never said what I was going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I just, I think Ellie would 
considering uh, certain things that happened um, before she went to bed, she would try to reach out to uh, Sirionis. Mm, okay. That's possible. Um, <clears throat> mainly to ask, she would explain the situation with the proximity issue with Dawn and then ask Sirionis all in one message, is there any reason, any type of magic, any entity that you would know of that would uh, react in such a way to the pearl? Got it. I will chat that to you. Okay. It won't. Uh, yeah, and then I think that would be the only thing she would do before bed. How do you spell Serionis? Okay, because I've been switching. I, I switched it up at one point and it was wrong. Uh, I think it's Siri, C-E-R-I-O-N-I-S. Serionis. Okay, thank you. And I'm trying to remember it as in like Siri from Apple, but with a C instead of an S, which actually, is that how you spell Siri? I don't know. S-I-R-I. It's S-I-R-I. Oh, is R-I. Yeah. Well, instead of S-E-R-I. My bad. <laughs> it still works. It's in like my Siri, with a, but except it's an E, and then except it's a C. And no problem. Or no. I'm pretty sure it's in my notes like six different ways. So, you know, if I ever had to search for it, I'd never find it. Well, we will see the official spelling here in one second because I'm just typing it. Uh, C E R I O N I S. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh. Uh, okay. Done with that then, I think. Okay. So um, your night is as promised. Uh, nobody dreams at all. Um, or if you do, you don't remember them, certainly. Uh, there are no interruptions in your sleep the the entire tower is especially considering what you saw from the outside of it and wherever Marin might be in the tower and whatever he may be going through there is no indication of anything in your rooms quiet very peaceful uh it's that that quiet that almost um absorbs sound because of the thick stone and it, it's just a very peaceful sleep for all of you uh i would assume of course each of you have things on your mind and it might make it a little bit restless, but there's nothing unnatural or anything to worry about that would that would interrupt yours. Um, and in fact, it does leave you the following morning feeling very well rested. You would wake to a small tray in your room uh, near the door on a little tray stand of just some fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, no, fresh fruits. Um, something to drink, light, light refreshment, so that you can... Have something before you descend, should you choose to. And most of you, I would assume, would sleep a little later. So I don't think anybody is um, up and Adam bright and early, except probably Barrett. Barrett, is there anything that you would like to do before everyone else wakes up? Uh, I mean, Barrett would probably just make his way to the library. He'd do his prayers and his Tai Chi, kind of okay. loosening the old muscles and... Um, and then while he's waiting for everyone else, you just start poking around the library a little bit. Okay. But just as a point of order, what now what is the day date? It is the, the 18th. 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 Okay. Excuse me, not the 18th. <sighs> Thank you. So that's all he would do. Uh, okay. But I, yeah, I think people would know eventually we're going to meet in the little library sitting area. But So since you're there first, I'll just give you kind of an, a rundown of the library. 
it is uh, a very well-appointed look. The, um, the books available to you come from cultures all over the world. You, there are languages that Barrett has never even seen before. Um, the book titles tend to focus more on history, art, culture, social, um, the social structures of some of these places. There are a large number of what appear to be science journals, uh, documentation of flora and fauna, that sort of thing. Um, it is, it's, a, it's a very well-appointed research. Not a whole lot of magic information in there. Um, in fact, there's the only mentions that you find of anything magical are um, tangentially so. There are you know mentions of magical things inside some of these books, but you know there's not there's not one that's Transfiguration and you or anything like that. Um, it's it's very clearly a research, um, and nothing in it appears to be magical or disruptive or um, suspicious. It's all a very nice library. Are there any of the types of books that would be like we found in the Nander library where nope. you would nope. read them, all, you would learn something? Yeah. Okay. All very just um, just research kind of stuff. All right. Well, then he would probably find one, something on history of the Sword Coast sure. and all the islands and just start reading because it's something vaguely familiar to him. Got it. All right. As the rest of you awake for the morning, is there anything in particular you want to do before heading out? Uh, Z will spend a little extra time preening and make himself fancy his pants since he's in the most formal attire since he's in the Blackstaff Tower. Got it. Mm. Okay. In that case, does everybody head to the library or where do you go when you wake up? I would head there if I didn't see anybody like waiting in the hallway. I don't know if we can go downstairs yet. Yeah. Aiden would presumably end up there as well since that's where Barrett is. Yeah, I'd make sure Aiden was awake at least. I don't think he would have to join us for the meeting, whether he'd want to or not. Um, but just make sure, like, you know, up and at him. Go get don't go too far, but like wake up. And then uh Ellie would head down as well to the library. Great. So in the library, Barrett is sitting feet up on the table, probably, uh having a, a read and Probably you all would have a moment to look through the library, browse through the titles, that sort of thing, and learn the same stuff. Um, it definitely smells like a... a... Mm. So this morning's um, meeting, you don't actually know too much about as far as time or who's coming or anything like that. Uh, you requested Erky, and it was also suggested that Erky would be there, so presumably he'll be arriving at some point, but you don't have any way of knowing from where you are if Erky is available. But... Um, after the last of you wakes and enters the hallway, you do notice that the statue arrives at the library door. Doesn't say anything, just stands in a very at your service kind of way. And uh, presumably to walk you, escort you down, should that be where you're ready to go, or to just stand there until you are. Um, and the statue, again, I, I'm not sure if it came across clear in the description, but when he's still, he is... Uh, statue. Um, and he just waits there like art. Well, did everyone sleep all right? That was surprisingly restful. I asked. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nice. Yeah. Good. Z, uh, you're looking much better. Yeah. Good. good. Z and Don, are you, are you guys fully recovered from your exploits yesterday? Feels like it. I feel rested for the first time and I don't know how long. It's good. 
Yes. And uh, I think it should be something to discuss when we're all downstairs, but I did take inventory of items that I believe are affected. I can't see the magic on them anyway. So I don't know if we could do another detect magic ferret while we're down there, but I know one of my items are potentially defunct at this time. Z, I don't know if you've done the same. I didn't want to think about it until today. Understandable. Interesting that you say that. I noticed last night during a little confrontation with Rainier that when he drew his sword, there were sparkles coming off of it. Did anybody else notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, I was surprised because he was helping you carry Marin. So I just assumed maybe the staff recognized him, but not us. So it may, maybe it didn't affect his uh, I never thought about it that way. All right. Well, okay. I mean, I'm glad I have... you didn't. I'm glad I you only... didn't get in. Go ahead. <laughs> I only say that because Marin didn't seem to recognize any of us, but I don't know if that extended to Renair, and at least the staff would recognize Renair before any of us, I would I would think. So Yeah. Well then I am glad that she didn't get into an altercation because the whole time I was thinking, what can they do? They're just gonna stand there and punch each other. Neither one of them has anything magical. Uh <laughs> all right. Well, I never intended That's to use magic. Or Renair swing has back, a pointy but... thing and Dawn has fists. So technically Renair was uh had the upper hand. No offense, Dawn. I'm taken. Um, but if he's not still upset, we can ask him about it this morning. I don't oh think it's going to be important. I truly believe Marin's going to take care of you. All right, he'll he'll be able once he gets attuned. It may not be right away. Once he gets attuned, he'll be able to undo whatever the staff did. I truly believe it. Well, one thing I'd like to know now before we potentially tell everyone everything that we've lost. Uh, Z, do you still feel attuned to the Nightstone? Ooh, good question. Does you'll feel attuned to the nightstone? Z check. Uh, I would say it is a um gosh. Uh roll of perception Z, please. Ooh. Uh that would be a twelve. So it is once Z kind of checks in to to see if it feels like it. Um there is definitely kind of a blank space. Uh, How is he feeling about that ring sensing resistance normally it clings to? How's he feeling about what? I'm sorry? The ring of psychic resistance that he clings to. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely also a blank space. How am I feeling about my mythful or paw? Uh, that, on the other hand, is still seems to still be intact and functional. Okay. So Barrett will just go ahead and step back as all of this is starting. I mean, all of these discussions starting, and he'll start to ritually cast detect magic. Okay. Um, and while he's casting that, I will remember to give Don the tuning forks that we got from Renair from the bar. Thank you. I'm glad I wasn't holding these. <laughs> Very glad. I'm glad Marin wasn't close to the statue when I showed up. So. That too. Bad. Chance intervenes yet again. You really want to get rid of that bag of holding, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So presumably detect magic, whatever, 10 minutes goes by. Yep. <laughs> no, let's sit here. We we have to play this game in real time. <laughs> or less, sometimes it feels like. Um, okay, detect magic. Obviously, Barrett, the... the um, the cleric and the bard are both still basically dark. Most of their items uh, 
you don't get any from. So Barrett would report that. He would also ask if or check to see if that aura around Dawn, is there any magical aura left or back? Okay. Was that enchantment, that one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it was enchantment. Yeah. Or some kind of enchantment at one point. Mm-hmm. Not there. And then um, what about Dawn's black staff ring? Is it still have this shielded quality? It does. Okay. He'll definitely report that. And he will also report that I did notice yesterday when we were in the square that in terms of Marin, the, the black staff itself was giving off an amazing amount of magic. Um, it was almost blinding, which I guess one could expect. Um, but the ring itself, his black staff ring, which I noticed that he did have, it was giving off abjuration. So whatever that means. That means like protection in some way i'm just saying it was different than the black Mm. staff ring that dawn has so i kind of always just assumed they were both signet rings that would have the same powers but maybe they don't or maybe dawn's has given off that magic at some point and i've just not seen it at the moment but um you've said before that dawn's ring is shielded seems shielded as if you, like, there's magic, but you can't figure out what kind it is? I mean, it's almost like it's, the ring is purposely hiding its, what its capability is. Okay. Just exactly. So then, I mean, it's a guess, but it could also have abjuration magic just hiding behind whatever wall is blocking your detect magic. Sure. I mean, I'm only seeing the world in 10-minute segments, slices, so... It's very possible other things are going on and I've just never seen it. So, but, but if I'm understanding correctly with detect magic, you are able to detect that it is magically shielded. So it still would appear to you in your spell. Like you no, can I tell can, that there is magic on it. So I can tell there's magic on it, but it's shielded. And I'm just saying yesterday in the square, mm-hmm. Marin's ring was giving off Abjuration magic, yeah. Like I could see the magic coming. I could tell what school of magic mm-hmm. was coming off of it, and I've never been able to do that with your ring. Okay, so it makes me wonder then if if this might have some school of magic that is actively being hidden, not to hide the ring itself, but the type of magic, if any, that it is potentially imbued with. Or maybe you can still see it. So yeah, maybe it shifts. It's what maybe it's got all the schools or multiple schools, and it just. Only one comes to the forefront when it's needed. You know, I don't recall that I was ever looking at it as you were using it when we were in Marin's, I mean, in uh, Anders' lab. So maybe a type of magic was coming off of it when you were going through the doors. I just didn't see it at the moment. I don't know. It's just a point. I'm just I'm throwing Mm -hmm. it out there as a data point. Mm -hmm. Don't I don't have a clue for I mean, I don't have an answer for why or if it's even important. And the last thing, uh, Z. I think Barrett would have told us if he could have seen magic coming from it, but Erky's pack of holding, is that defunct as well? Or is it still functioning? Yeah, Z would try to open it. Yeah, um, it seems to be intact from functioning. Oh, it does. All the books are there, yeah. Oh, thank him. That includes the journal we got on Dreslin and the shadow notes on Lythus, so. Yeah, all the the books Hmm. that I've collected bagged, so. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's a relief. Speaking of data points, I spoke to Sirionis yesterday uh, before sleeping, and I asked 
her what, if anything, would likely cause, I guess, like the rift right now between the Pearl and whatever has enchanted on you, but not enchanted Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing she could glean was that it might be something related to like unnatural magics or something that's causing an imbalance. She's definitely um, concerned that I brought it up because that means that there's just something strange going on and even she doesn't seem to have an answer for it. But that was all I really got. Unnatural magics? Yeah. She said enemies of the Fae, unnatural magics, or even just something out of place. I guess Fae magic looks for balance prefers things that are balanced so if something out there is going outside of that maybe that's related to whatever it is that's interacting with you or causing the need for space right now i don't know how much more than we had yesterday but yeah yeah i don't i don't know how much it narrows things down but along with the what was it the notion that whatever it was could be affected by i think it was the protection against good and evil spell mm-hmm. that might might be able to triangulate from there i think we just need one more point of the triangle and just for clarification out of character damon i for from here on out i can assume i have the little bit of blue still left on myself and the aura because mm-hmm. like okay okay mm-hmm. yep absolutely uh and you can still see the auras just like yesterday Nothing's- mm-hmm changed any yeah well then i guess now would be a good time to say to the group like if well in in that case i i still i mean i have no more information than that ellie had more than me but i i won't speak on it until i guess i see someone out of my new ordinary or something changes with me i mean i feel fine and all of you are still just as red as you were yesterday um what about our statue friend there is he red nothing nothing say he's not alive then huh Mm mm-hmm I mean, enchanted, I'm sure, but doesn't have, like, proper life essence. Oh, uh, well, thank you for reaching out. How did she sound? Not very energetic. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out if it's just because everything that was to do with her was the Fae, and the Fae is practically gone, and so that's just causing a weakness within her, but I haven't ventured to ask that far yet understandable but at least as far as this is concerned um the fact that healing magic works on you is a great relief to me to know so at least distance spells yeah i'm sure we can figure some things out outside of it it's annoying but it is just another obstacle we will have to overcome Mm -hmm. indeed indeed was renair sleeping in the tower as well or when he you certainly he, got the impression he went upstairs. Okay, he, that's what I was gonna confirm. So he went upstairs when he went to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, no reason to think otherwise. Uh, I will add, you can smell um, a delightful breakfast. The aroma coming up from beneath you uh, through the central staircase is wonderful. It's irky. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. Um, since Barrett has the detect magic up for a couple more minutes, he mm-hmm. go ahead and walk past the statue if the statue will allow it, or he'll say to the statue, hey, I'm just going to look at this uh, incredible device here in the middle of the 
stairwell and just go kind of look at it. Okay. Uh, so if, it if is... The, yeah, if the statue obviously allows it. Yeah, it doesn't stop you. Um, it is shockingly magical. <laughs> um, no, no big deal there. Um, let's see what you get. Uh, you would get out of it um, two. It seems to be generating some sort of field that is bigger than it. It's not glowing off of the... Well, I mean, it, it's a glow that is coming from the machine, the structure, but it seems to extend almost into the building. It's around you. Um, and that is abjuration. And then you also have a um, pretty distinct flavor of just enchantment. Yep. And I would, I would even add that there's probably um, a bottle or two hanging from it that, that uh, show up as illusion. Hmm. I will relay all that to the group. Just in general, though, Barrett will take out his little uh, yeah. eyepiece and take a look through it and okay, investigate cool. it just to try and get any hint of what it might be about. Uh, roll investigation check. Wow. <laughs> Still sleeping that off. Uh, oh, you can add a D4. I can add a you D4. You can add a D4, yeah. <laughs> that's a one. Uh, that's a total. <laughs> with advantage, with a D4, with a plus four in investigation, that's a total of eight. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just baffling to Barrett. I mean, Barrett would probably recognize um, some of the workings of the machine, I think is probably the best phrase for it, rather than sculpture. So Barrett would probably recognize some of the workings of it as dealing with um, navigation and things like that. It... it, it um, you know, there are bits of it that kind of have that sextant air to them. But beyond that, you know, it's who knows what it does. And Barrett did go into Silverhand's Tower with Elminster and they yes. did go to that room. So is it giving that kind of a feel that? Um, only in that it's a structure and that it's moving. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. It doesn't look like maybe it was a piece of that or no. that it was built in the same set of. Okay. No. All right. Definitely not. Definitely not. All right. Uh, it is definitely its own thing, not to mention just the sheer size of it. Um, and it, it varies, you know, at different heights. You see different types of structures. And so it's not just all spheres or or um, anything like that. It, it It's almost as if there are different parts of it do different things or maybe nothing. Maybe it's just, you know, a great big pretty statue spinning around. That's also entirely possible. All right. He'll relay all that stuff, all the magic uh, schools and... Um, yeah, and that the whole thing is still a mystery to him. But this place has just got to look trippy. I mean, yeah, totally. there's magic dripping off of every surface. Everything, yeah. Absolutely. No, literally. The, I mean, it, the walls, the floor, everything. The planters. Everywhere. Yeah. With the little plants it's, in them. It's everywhere. Uh, the building itself has, has magic dripping off of it. Um, in the library, then? there... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Never, mind, never mind. Nope. I was saying we'll go downstairs if you're done, if you're done in the library, but if you're still in the library... Well, all I was going to—I mean, I don't know how literal the drawing is, but there is like a pile of books, mm -hmm. kind of in a strange window space. Like, is there anything about those books that, like, it looks like somebody was reading them and then just tossed them into a big pile? Is there? That's exactly what it looks like. So, and is there nothing... anything consistent about those books? Like, someone was looking at a specific topic. They're still just all random books. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm hungry. Anybody else hungry? Mm -hmm. And I will also mention that not a single book in the library radiates. Okay. 
As we go down the stairs, Barrett would definitely take a long look upstairs without going up the stairs. Okay. Would just glance up and see if there's anything at all that he can garner from what's on the third floor. Okay. So from the outside, uh, the tower is pretty tall. So you, you've seen it before and it, it oh, it's visible in almost every direction. It is, uh, as far as you can tell from the inside, only three stories high. There appears to be a ceiling above you that appears to be solid. Um, the ceiling is, is a glass globe dome, maybe, with um, metal structures running through it. The ceiling itself appears to be connected to the structure, the, the, um, the machine that's spinning, or, or rather the machine is connected to the ceiling. Hard to tell, but it definitely the entire length. And um, looking up, roll an investigation check real quick, or... Oh my goodness! These rolls uh, with the D four. It's a twelve. Okay, I mean tower keeps its secrets, so sure it does. shouldn't be a surprise. Um, but I would say that just kind of glancing up, Barrett would certainly wonder as to the functionality of that dome. Um, it very clearly slides open, like uh, maybe like an astronomy dome would. Uh, it very clearly is accessible, at least, you know, to the machine itself. So it would certainly, I think, I think Barrett would definitely wonder, but no idea what or how. And other than that, it's just the rest of the tower is just as well appointed and pretty as everything else. So. All right. If the statue doesn't stop us on the way down the stairs or passing by some of those doors that we have to pass by, Barrett would tilt a little elfin ear over to the door, see if you can hear anybody else moving behind uh, any of the doors. No, Barrett okay. doesn't hear anything. And he wouldn't stop you um, unless you made a, a different sort of move. He would no, no. As long as you did. Not going to poke the beast. Okay. Uh, heading down the stairs, the statue would um, indicate you should go first. And and this direction walks behind you down the stairs to escort you. Uh, the closer you get to downstairs, obviously, the, the thicker the smell, the aroma of food. And you would be, I think, here, coming back down the stairs, escorted to, if I get the right room, yep, there it is, a massive um, dining table in a room on the first floor. There we go. Uh, the table is already set with, with a very wide variety of food. So there's everything that would be traditional for Waterdeep, you know, there's bangers. All those good normal breakfast foods, hearty. Um, but there's also exotic fruits from Barrett. You would recognize probably some from the islands. Um, there is um, there are traditional foods and fruits from much much further to the east. Uh, so kind of most of the continent is represented, and not um, it's not piles and piles and piles and piles. It's not like there's thousands of people sharing, but it's it's certainly enough. It's well appointed. Um, there is no one currently seated at any of the chairs, so you're welcome to join uh, and have seats and begin eating. But right now, nobody. I wonder what I'm moving. Huh. Okay. Well, unless someone objects, spirits uh, certainly going to take a seat against the wall so we can see the doors and stuff. And uh, yeah, right tuck in. He knows. He knows. <laughs> They walk in, see us, leave. <laughs> yeah, just turn around and leave. Like, yeah, oh, nope, not fine. today. <laughs> I, I love that Aiden's going to sit at the head of the table. Sure. Because I just think that he would. I think he would have just been chilling in his room. 
probably reading that uh i forget what it was like practical jokes book yeah uh does he is he in here does he come down and join yeah yeah i was gonna say but then once he heard us all moving down maybe even ahead of us because this food smells so good he'd either be down or right before us or right after us i can't imagine aiden missing a lot of meals i am assuming even when he was by himself he definitely tried to make up for it indeed um okay so everybody sits down comfortably it is not long before the next person to walk in is indeed Renair, and he would um as he walks in i hope everyone is well rested i certainly feel better than i did last night i hope you all do as well good morning <laughs> good morning and he is also hungry you. and would um tuck in thus also making himself available to a conversation if you all are interested mm-hmm. or you can eat in silence possible <laughs> yeah ellie has nothing to say to the man i like it you can eat in awkward silence if he likes <laughs> uh he did sit at the other end of the table from you if you didn't notice yes. <laughs> just in case the daggers as he walked into the room were palpable barrett probably would just so that everyone else knows but because we haven't had time to mention it would just say something to the effect of thank you for the use of the villa that's near the tower here that you loaned us. Uh, we didn't really get time to use it because the tower opened up. So do you want the keys back? No, uh, I suspect that you will often need the comfort of a nice place to stay and it's not in use. Please consider it yours for now. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up at the hunting lodge. but Are there windows in this room? Yep. What's the weather? Uh, the weather outside, like mm-hmm. in Waterdeep, um, yeah. as far as you can tell, the sun is bright, shining. The windows here are much like the windows upstairs, a little cloudy, so they can see in or out perfectly. Um, but if you got up and stepped over to a window, kind of put your nose to it, you'd be able to see that it's pretty weather outside. Very similar to when you arrived in Waterdeep. Well, I would tell the group, I assume that there are wards on this place that let us speak freely, but just as a reminder, uh, based on what I was carrying yesterday, the Sands of Sanctum is also non-functioning at this point. So we do mm. not have the benefit of a temporary anti-scrying space as we travel. Sure. Renair would, would certainly intone, as far as I know, none of these walls are penetrable by, by anything like that. Yeah. I think we'll be asking some very detailed questions and relaying some very important information today. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but yes, I, I think you should assume you can speak freely. No doubt Marin will be along. Um, I'll turn to Barrett and Dawn and Z and ask, do we think it would be a smart idea to find a way to invite Silverhand to whatever this exchange is going to be? Based on how Marin spoke of her yesterday, yes. Barrett, you were going to say something? Uh, Barrett would probably set down whatever food he's eating at the moment. Think really hard. We'd say, I'm I'm fine with it. I understand we're going to need to talk to her at some point. There are a lot of questions that I have for Marin, and I don't know how much Silverhand knows about Ander. I mean, I know they worked together. They were working together. I'm sure she, she saw some of, if not all of the things that were going on in his mansion. But I have a lot of questions shouted down here for Marin. And, and again, I just don't know. I don't understand yet the dynamic between Marin mm-hmm. and Silverhand. 
and exactly how much of this she's read in on. For instance, I mean, I know Renair knows these things, but one of the things we wanted to ask Marin about was some of his family history and what he may know about a warlock or a tree or a crypt. And are those things that Silverhand needs to know about? Well, we can always talk with Marin first and then see about gaining audience with her. Yeah. Um, That may be the way to go. My only response to that, though, don't get me wrong. I think the woman is nuts. But if Marin is somehow saying that she was in any way helpful, my problem with Silverhand... (laughs) Now, Ellie puts down what she was eating. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. And now it all he comes out. <laughs> didn't, no matter how much we tried to explain, we tried to show, to do anything, she never trusted that we were in this for Waterdeep. She always tried to get our attention through threats and supposed violence, thinking of the Fae or Witchlight. And I'm wondering if the only way to combat that is, like, unfortunately, to show her we have no secrets. That we're not, because we haven't been at any point trying to hide anything from her. But for some reason, she just thinks that. Or at least she thought that. That was a year and a half ago. So, I have no secrets from her personally. I I mean, yeah. But, But I'm saying... The Blackwoods may have things that they don't I'm want not. revealed. That's that's more of my concern. But your point is very valid. Although I will remind you, she did do violence. And I did. I, she I had Rainier's friend killed when he was captured when she thought it was one of us. And she had him killed when we was fled that, through Waterdeep. That was what she did. She did that, right? She, she did that. I'm I'm asking for Stefan's memory because I don't. Oh, know. the city guard apprehended Renair's friends, and one of them put up a fight, and he was killed in an altercation in the street. Okay, all right. When they were dressed up as us, trying to draw attention to themselves. Yeah, I know, but so she had a kill order out. Okay, okay. So it seems I'm not a strategist. So yeah, we'll see. Even a brief audience with Renier and Marin to ask if it's appropriate for Silverhand to be there and why. Mm-hmm would help Matt make that determination that I mean uh, you can ask Renair without well I do want to ask to ask Renair but I want it with Marin present as well so we really know whether from from their opinion whether Silverhand like you said you know I don't know exactly their relationship and what she's right into so that's something they can say well Renair is is there currently so um he would definitely chime in that his Relationship with Silverhand thus far, at least in the most recent past, has been distant at best. She, He holds out faith that she still believes in the city and that she is still would protect it if she could, but that there's something that's preventing her. And despite her behavior and her actions with the arrests, he knows or he would express that sometimes things get complicated and there are moving parts that we're not always aware of. He still doesn't understand why she chose to do that at the dinner that you were all at. Um, but he he would at least give her the benefit of the doubt. When that doesn't say, mean he trusts her. When implicitly. you say he, you're talking about Renair in Correct. the third? Okay, okay. Sorry, I, I thought you were saying it. No, sorry. You were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about Mary. No, I get it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but he, he doesn't, he wouldn't be willing to say that she is good. 
like he wouldn't be willing to commit to, to that she is helping the city. But he does he does still have some hope. Uh it was pretty obvious in the in his diatribe last night that he felt a little bit betrayed by her at this point. Well, I mean But this morning he he's <laughs> this morning he's a little more benefit of the doubt kind of feeling. Well, I would add to that that based on the actions of that woman, Andre, yesterday, I, I do feel that even though we weren't able to question her or get any answers from her body, that she was potentially under the influence of some sort of shadow manipulation. And now the, the glove, unfortunately, doesn't work anymore, but I can still sense shadow. And one thing I would like to check on Silverhand is if she is infected and how much, because for all we know, the reason she's been doing nothing is because she is actively being controlled or is quite literally sick in the head and cannot think for herself properly. I do know that when um, I had that brief infection, um, I was, I was present, but I was not in full control of what I wanted to do. I knew I could try to take actions, but it was like I was being inhibited constantly. And it wasn't Ellie until your magic was cast on me. And this gives me no joy to relive either. I can see the grimace on your face. And now I put down what I'm eating. So... (laughs) But nobody's having breakfast. It's such Aiden, a pretty breakfast. Aiden it's so is still good. tucked in. Aiden's over He's there just pulling in the plate. Sausage. Yeah. You're gonna Aiden, eat that, you know. Sausage toast. Uh, it it might be Lots that she wants to help and can't, or has been trying to help but has been inhibited. Now I don't know if I'll be able to tell the difference between the two if she does have shadow in her, but I would be able to tell how much, and that would I think give us a jumping, a standing point on where she might be because we do know from early on she had some shadow in her possession and was being quite secretive about experimenting with it which already tells me there was something odd going on but i can honestly understand that i mean when we first discovered shadow we were fairly secretive about it as well we were secretive about it but for silverhand i feel to hide that from her black staff as intensely as she was without giving as far as we know any reason as to why I mean, I, I could absolutely have seen discourse happening between her and Vajra about, like, I have this magic, we should learn more about it to circumvent it or work against it or make it bend in our favor. And the fact that she was hiding it tells me more than if she had told Vajra openly about it. Mm-hmm. I just uh, find Renee it very, add, very strange. Renee would add, to, to my knowledge, she never confided any of that in Vajra. Um, Vajra did learn a few things that, that she was actively pursuing paths to def- defeat Dreslin, but beyond that, at least not that Vajra would share with me. I mean, I would Just... like to think Silverhand is for the city, but I, I will I will hope that she is until we prove otherwise or she proves otherwise to us. One important point, Renair, um, that I would add is she came to our city to be the open lord of Waterdeep. At the request of others, she has alliances, she has debts, she has um, loyalties to things before the city. Whether she holds those above the needs of the city or not, I don't know. I hope not. But she is very old. She is a chosen of Mistra. Can't imagine that Waterdeep is at the very tip top of the things that she concerns herself with. I would hope that it's near the list, near high on the priority list. But I would have to assume there are other things for her. So if she is indeed working against Dreslin or theorizing on how to defeat him or 
trying to figure out shadow magic, I would think the fact that it would aid Waterdeep would be secondary in her mind. It is unfortunate that we don't have the sanctum. I remember when we were at the Witchlight Carnival, that little boy was controlled by the shadow when we activated the sanctum. He was completely shadow Barrett. There was nothing human about him. I, I understand, but when he seemed to be operating almost as a drone for somebody, for something, and once we activated the shadow, that connection seemed to be broken or at least was inhibited. So if Silverhand is being controlled remotely, by some agent of the shadow. I I wish we had the sanctum that we could put her inside the sanctum to see if it freed up her mind a little bit or something, but, and maybe somewhere here in the tower or maybe the tower itself will act that way. Mm -hmm. Although apparently she's been here before and. But we don't know what her state was when she was here before. Right. I'm just, again, it's just an observation. If we're going to talk to her, I'm hoping that we're talking to her or whatever's left of her and not directly to yeah. someone controlling her. Well, my other thought was inviting her here. I felt like considering how controlled the environment is, how we're not able to go anywhere without being followed. Um, if she were to come, it might be a good protection. The tower itself, a good protection for in case there is something else in Silverhand, or she tries something against Marin or any of us. So, but I think Z was right. Once Marin arrives, we can ask him and then uh, see where things go from there. The tower and the castle both should protect her from, from any outside influences. The, the castle is um, mostly her doing mostly her magic, but the tower, I mean, this is, all the black staffs combined, and probably some other things we don't even know about. I consider this one of the safest buildings in the world, if it likes you. Okay. As you continue to eat, um, in walks Marin and Erky. Uh, Marin is leaning on Erky. Uh, he has a cane in one hand. And Erky is tucked under his arm on the other side. Um, Erky's kind of got his his arm around the boy's waist, um, helping him walk forward. Uh, Renair would immediately jump up and also go over to Marin um, to help him. And Erky would would glance at all of you with a kind of a knowing nod, but he's busy right now. You know what I mean? Um, so he would definitely make sure that Marin gets seated and let everyone else get seated. Uh, Marin looks no better than he did last night, perhaps even a little worse. Uh, He looks exhausted. For those of you that did get rest, good job. He's not one of them. Um, Marin looks... Yeah, Marin looks just exhausted. Um, He looks drained. His face is still gaunt. Uh, Looks like he needs some dinner. And somewhere deep in the tower, a dog barks. Mm Mm-hmm. But he would bid you all good morning um, in a raspy voice. Uh, he speaks very quietly. He doesn't have the energy to do much more than that. And, oh, goodness. Okay. Um, and he would uh, just kind of nod and start to take whatever Erky puts in front of him. Some juice, some food. 
after he gets a little bit of food into him, he would um, kind of look up and just say, good morning. Hope you all are well rested. Uh, Erky was good enough to join me for a few moments upstairs. Erky, I'm, I know you know everyone. Strange seeing everyone in a new light. Some of you, obviously, I know your faces and I know who you are, but it's different. So I feel like introductions are in order. Um, but thank you for being here this morning. I hope you all slept well. Amen. Dog torture. Yeah, you know how that is. Um, at any rate, so, but he, he just looks exhausted. He doesn't start any conversations. He doesn't, um, he just looks exhausted. He's, he's there and waiting to eat. Kind of looks at all of you. Um, uh, he does turn to um, Renair and uh, thank you for yesterday. I'm glad I was there. And to the rest of you, thank you for getting me back here. I appreciate it. Sure. You are most welcome. How does his glow look? Oh, sorry. Uh, it's healthy. Okay. It's pretty solid. Uh, he doesn't look to be in any danger of dying. Um, he's just exhausted. All right. Um, I know we had a lot of questions for you, but are you absolutely sure that you should even be up right now? To be honest, no. But um, doing anything else doesn't seem to be productive either. I don't have really any control over what's happening. Most of the time it's like this. Sometimes it's a little better. There are some medicines. Erky, would you please? And Erky would stand up and leave the room for a moment. Um, there are some medicines that help and we have some of those here. Uh, I just have to get a little bit of food in me because they're powerful. Well, you know, whenever you need to take a break, you let us know. We can always do that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. And I would say that for all of you looking on Marin now, um, you know, even when, uh, I'm here. My okay. Even when, um, you know, back, back in the before times when you could have conversations with Marin that were somewhat meaningful, um, there was always just an air of him that was detached from, from reality, kind of, um, always in a good mood, always in good spirits. And now he doesn't look older other than the fact that he looks terrible. Um, but there's, there's a loss to him that you can see really quickly. The, the innocence of youth is, um, he is a, a man sitting here to try to solve a problem. And there are some heavyweights on the show. It would be pretty obvious. So you must have many questions. I hope I have answers to most. There's not been much I've been able to do since I got here, but it's coming. The resources that will soon be available to me, from what I understand, are capable. For now, I hope I can at least provide you with answers. What's going on? <laughs> what are you facing that you're so tired about? Is it physical? Is there something beating you up at night? Talk. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's probably the best way to describe it, actually, Z. It, it does feel that way. Um, attuning to everything that is Blackstaff is hard. Not to mention, I've got constant advice, often conflicting in my head, of the Blackstaffs before me. And they argue frequently. It is tiring. It is draining. Attuning sickness and personality despair. Indeed. Yeah. Attuning sickness. Gosh, I like that. 
that needs to be a thing. Um, but yes, absolutely. And that's, that's what he's going through. Uh, it, imagine if you had to concentrate on a spell all day. That's what it feels like. Constant. Uh, at which point Erky would come back in with a small um, glass, like a, a stemmed sherry glass, probably. Uh, and inside it is unfortunate, a very unfortunately brownish liquid. And Erky uh, would hand it to them and Marin looks at it and looks at Erky and Erky says, yep. Marin downs it and you can tell it, whatever it is, it's nasty. He hands the glass back to Erky and Erky, um, maybe, maybe the cure is worse than the sickness. Oh, you'll feel better. Marin, I, I'll just go ahead and ask you a few questions. I don't know if these are the most important things to ask you or not, but they're just questions that we've had since we've returned, things that we've uncovered, things that we've stumbled into. So certainly one of the things, and I think I even asked you a little bit about this last night, was that chunk of wood from Anders' hope chest at Troll Skull. Uh, and I think you, you told us that, yes, it was part of the coffin, the sarcophagus uh, for the original Black Staff. I, you said that it was precious to Ander, that all of that coffin was precious to Ander. I'm assuming you mean beyond sentimental value, that it actually held some sort of practical value as well. There were two components that were of interest to him about the coffin. Um, when he brought it in, and you have to understand, my memory of these things is clouded. Uh, the things that he told me at the time, I could understand his words, but sometimes his meaning was lost. And as I recall things, the meaning is what I'm recalling for the most part so some of this may may be my interpretation and may be incorrect but nonetheless there were two things that he was excited about with the coffin the first was its contents that's what he originally got it for um something about the ashes but then when he discovered that there was wood inlay in the coffin from the original blackwood tree <clears throat> the grandfather so to speak he was um taken with it as if it somehow connected him to our history more. I don't know if he ultimately found a use for the wood of any kind, um, but he certainly did grow to appreciate it. And those were the two things, the contents, the ashes, and the wood? Those were the things that were most important to him about the coffin, yes. Uh, initially, it was for the ashes. Um, he, he had the coffin dug up specifically for that. Um, he had done... He had discovered somewhere, I remember him being very excited, uh, and he explained that something about our grandfather's ashes allowed him to do something. I think it had to do with the weapons, um, I'm not sure, but something about the ashes that, that he was excited, and he, um, once he discovered that and proved it, um, he continued looking for other ashes of other family members to see if the same properties existed i don't believe he's successful but i don't know you believe the ashes were used in creating the shadow weapons most Is definitely that... yes. i i don't know if it was used to create some property beyond the infusion of the shadow but it was it was involved in his process somehow i didn't ever actually handle the weapons or learn exactly what they did. They were just strong. He was happy to have them. He needed them. Now, of course, I know that, that they were used in defending Waterdeep. 
why would the Blackwood ancestry be important in that? I have much more reading to do in that area. Um, there are books in our library at home that we probably should find, or at least there are supposed to be. Um, but from what I understand, our family has for centuries had some sort of powers. Uh, Ander learned how to tap into those. I know he had magic of his own, um, but there, there was more. And it was in our lineage, from what I understand. Um, he had, he had, there's, you have to understand, I don't know his reasoning for everything that he did. I know that he cared. I know that he wanted to defeat Dreslin. I truly believe that everything that he did was in service to that goal. But he had Iris's body exhumed and burned. The ashes are in, are in the lab. Um, they weren't useful. There were others. And then there were others that he hoped had the same magic from, from the other families, um, from other families that weren't related to us, people that had, he had encountered who were particularly powerful. He wanted to begin testing those as well. Don't believe he made it far, but he said there was a place for you all if it came to it that he would be able to um, find out if one of you fell. In his lab or? Uh, yes, in the hallway. Um, mm -hmm. That's where he kept most of them, I believe. Obviously, our grandfather was kept in his sarcophagus in a place of honor, but uh, the hallway was where he kept the rest do you know what if one of us were to go what would happen in, what would appear in the hallway uh, again i'm i'm it's a, it's a painful thing to think about but his intent was to if one of you fell um have your ashes tested to see if they held any of the same powers or similar he had um set up i suppose somehow the ability to um be connected with you in such a way that he would have first rights to to your bodies. Do you know if he kept a list of the other family names that he was? Uh, he did, as I believe he did. Uh, there's a family tree somewhere. Uh, I believe it was in our in our house. So he has most of the names, um, mm. and he would cross them off based on I don't know what criteria. Perhaps uh, direct blood lineage. I, I don't for sure. Um, Iris, of course, was not related to the Blackwood family. She was a cousin, so he wasn't particularly surprised when it didn't work, but uh, Bran also. So he did eventually determine that, for the most part, it was just direct descendants of our grandfather. Great, great. Um, I would just come out and ask Marion, do you have the Blackwood birthmark like Ander did? I do. I don't. And I would possess any particularly exceptional powers like Ander does or did, but yes. I think you possess some incredible powers that are just not particularly that. magical. Sorry. Well, perhaps. Nothing like Ander, obviously. And certainly, I will have soon, from what I'm told. Was Again, he cutting his own arm off to burn it? <laughs> he was. Why? Do you know? He needed the ashes. He needed the ashes. So Nothing he, else worked. His ashes were working? I cursed to myself. 
He cut off his own arm to make the ashes that he needed to make the shadow weapons to give to everyone mm -hmm. in Waterdeep. Yes. Well, that's uh, one way of sorry. arming the public. Oh! 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 oh. Wow. Well, guess what the title of this marathon episode is? <laughs> the right to keep and bear arms. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Don's wow. done with breakfast. It's bad. Oh! Um, okay, Barrett yeah, does look no, down. Ellie at... like stops eating now. Thank you. Barrett for that. Does look down at his gloves. <laughs> kind of flexes them a little bit. Like, dang. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Once our grandfather's ashes ran out, uh, well, not completely. He saved a small amount, I think, for, for future experimentation. Um, but once they were gone, after he tested everything else, there, there, were no, there were no results. I suppose probably mine would have worked. I guess I should be grateful to have my arm. But, yes, he, he did. I think Andrew would have let the world burn before he hurt you, so... Either way, um, I hope we can all remember the reasons that he made some sacrifices. I, I'm not sure about some of his decisions. Um, to be honest, I'm just coming into the idea of the logic of the way decisions like that work. I'm trying to frame things in a way that makes sense to me um, while, while still honoring the memory of my brother. Since we're talking about crafting items, can you, what can you tell us about that cauldron that seems to be filled with raw elemental magics, including void magic and fey magic, and, and a clock that looked very suspiciously like something you would have built? The planar pool. Uh, yes, I did build the clock. Um, it, was, it was actually fun. I worked on it for, for a while. Um, the planar pool, yeah, he... He created that. I don't know how at all. Smoke a lot um, of silence in the living room. We're all gonna burn. Ricky, okay um, back there? Yeah. <laughs> in the kitchen. kitchen. He's cooking dinner. Um, the the planer pool was his way of having a ready source of the different planes. I'm not entirely sure how he used it. You have to understand, I still don't understand what he did with the planes and how that all came about in Ander. Perhaps I never will, even as Blackstone, but he needed access to all the planes. I know that. And he managed to create the pool to access them. Uh, it wasn't a portal. You couldn't move through it. It brought a piece of those planes into this world. That's unfortunately about as far as I understood it. Uh, the only other thing I knew he needed was a very accurate timepiece to know when it would shift. Uh, each pool lasted about two hours, I believe, if I remember correctly. And the clock told him what time it was and when the next pool would come. The device on the room. I'm sorry? And the device on the ceiling in the other room. In the next room. Ah. That is portal. His yes, that was, um, that was Anders transportation. It was, from what I understood, the, the lab doesn't exist. I don't remember the way he told me the way he told it to me was that it doesn't exist. And when we went there, we had to leave the places that do so that we could join the place that doesn't. Now, knowing a few more things, learning a few more things about magic, I assume these were 
pocket dimensions that he had somehow created for this purpose. Uh, each room, for the most part, is a different one to transfer between them, to move around. I stayed primarily in the safe side. Do you know how he used the device, his portal? Yes, it, w- it was it was both a transportation device and a security device. Uh, there are keys, and he kind of looks around like, like he should be able to find one of the keys. Um, there are keys that allow you to exit. If you don't have one or know how to use it, it will hold you. It's mostly a simple teleportation spell with some sort of plane or something that I don't quite understand. But the circle itself was a cage. And if you transferred to it somehow, it would not let you out. Unless you knew where the key was. Correct. And how to open the door. Correct. Do you remember how to do that? Uh, I'm not sure that I have the magic to use them. It's, It's basic teleportation magic. He modified the circles, from what I understand, to add the planar transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, I know how to unlock them, certainly. We, we can certainly use them to travel there if you need to. The other one is in Trollstall. We found them <laughs> ah, after much then, digging around. The but we we found also them. found the keys, but yeah, yeah. hope we didn't know exactly how to use them. So They, they simply interact with, with the walls of, of the cage that is created. Perhaps we could also talk about the other less good things that he did and get those out of the way. Um, there were subjects on which he tested. He wouldn't tell me much other than, as I told you last night, that they were bad people. Um, and he used them to determine whether or not the weapons were working. He used them to determine what Shadow was capable of. His notes explain most of it, I'm sure. Um, they, they were, to my knowledge, not innocent people. Uh, I was told they were, as I said, bad people, very bad people. Again, I struggle with developing a sense of right and wrong and understanding such things. It feels wrong that he did that. But on the other hand, he, he did manage to create the weapons. I know he learned more as well. I know he was he had been doing something with transformation, which I don't understand. Uh, I took the notes on that as well, but most of it was far beyond my capability of understanding. So that's in his notebooks as well. We did find some of the bodies of what I assume were these people, and he had covered many of their faces with imagery of certain deities. Do you know if he was doing that in an attempt of respect for deities he was trying to follow or these were deities these victims followed uh i suspect it was the victims he 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 never was interested in deities of any kind um his magic didn't come to him that way i suppose so he he never shared with me any interest in any particular one um but he did start near the end uh learning more researching more about them and i think I think he was making an attempt to be respectful to the people that died. Uh, I think he he made guesses. He, he would ask me often, this person was wearing this sort of thing. Do you think they are more this or that? And I was able to process those types of questions very easily. Those are, are yes, no questions with, with very clear evidence and results. So many of them, I think, probably were were my decision as to who he thought they worshipped. 
but in the end, I think it was just a sign of respect. I think he was guilty about what he was doing and doing his best to assuage that guilt wherever he could. I don't know. Obviously, he didn't share any of that with me at the time. Most of this is just coming to me from thinking back about what I saw. Well, Marin, if it's any consolation, I think as long as creatures have had sentiments, they've tried to wrestle with that question of, does the ends justify the means? And I, I think that guilt, that uneasiness that you're feeling and what you've described with Ander, his uneasiness with it as well, means you all were just wrestling with it the same way everyone else has to wrestle with it. I suppose that's true. Uh, these are things I'm a little worried about moving forward. Uh, from what I understand, I will have um, a fairly vast amount of power at my disposal and, well, not not many advisors on how to wield it. Well, besides the black staffs in your head, maybe you should keep someone like Erky around more often. And he looks down at Erky at that point, who looks back up at him very uh, devotionally. I mean, Erky always looks like that pretty much with whoever he's around, but... Um, Marin says, yes, uh, Erky has agreed to stay with me here at the tower for a little bit, just until I get my bearings. That's good. Well, if there's no more specific questions about Marin's lab. Oh, yeah. Any more. Oh, like, then go. Uh, go. Yeah. Before we leave uh, that. We're on the topic. It, it seemed that there was a particular homage to uh, Char in his sanctum room. Erky, did you know that? Ooh, Erky. Um, did Erky know that? No. That's troubling. Why? I, I didn't know that Ander was even interested in any deity, but Shar, that is unnerving. Marin, you said that was because Ander said something about needing to balance out the altar? Yes, he talked about balance frequently. I think, I think wherever he draws the magic that he works with planes from, requires balance. I think it's important to the magic somehow. Um, when he created the, the planar pool, it was very important that it had the major planes represented, all of them, and none of them. It, did you see it? Did you? We uh, did. One, we... Of the, one of the planes is, is the void. Yeah. And he said he needed, he needed the nothing to go with the something. He spoke in balance frequently. So that would make sense. I suppose that that he would add Char out of a sense of balance, although Erky would jump in. There's no balance from that. That's correct. It's just evil. And it was so oddly formed because the statue of her out of all of them, it was a mixture of different pieces put together, different materials. There was even magic that was forming parts of it or hiding other parts to make it more in her likeness. But none of the other statues resembled that sort of scrapbook quality at all. He, um, who would tell you that? Probably not Erky, probably Erky doesn't know. Marin would probably tell you that, um, at, yes, the, most of the items, most of the structure, most of the things within his lab came from other places. Um, he, he had the ability to pull objects from, from other planes, from, from this plane. And so I think he found some of them easy to locate. Some of them he, he had to create in other ways. Um, they, are, they are places that exist, from what I understand, or existed until he pulled them here. Um, he looked for, for, for example, there are columns that hold 
up a lot of the building. And he explained that he had taken those from um, old underground burial tombs that, that no one entered anymore. Uh, I hope those tombs didn't collapse without their columns, but, but he pulled things from, from various places. He was able to change the look and feel of them, but only slightly. He couldn't, he couldn't do any major change. So if, if he couldn't find a likeness of Char, perhaps, perhaps he took similar likenesses and put them together to do something else. And there was one more room that we weren't able to gain access to, um, adjacent to the room with all of the uh, teleportation mirrors. It looked... Ah, yes. That's, yeah. that's the main lab. Um, Everything else was in service to that room. Uh, no, you probably wouldn't have been able to get access. Uh, it's it's access is through blood. You have to have blackwood blood. And to my knowledge, his or mine are the only two available. And now, just mine. We should go there after I feel able to leave the tower. Or absolutely you only when you are able. Your blood. I'm joking. I'm joking, though. Not really. I wouldn't do that to you. You need all the blood you can get to manage through your day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he would immediately say that that was a, a very good idea. That would The joke would definitely be lost. <laughs> Maren, do you can know we... what a joke is? No, I'm kidding. Aiden quietly slides yet. the dagger back into his... <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Ugh. What sort of, uh, if you can't go there yourself, which I would wholly understand if you need significant time to recover, but what sort of security measures might be in place if we went without you? Uh, the, the mirrors are probably the only, the only real barrier to you getting in there. Um, mm. And a vial of my blood may actually work. I don't know for sure. I didn't create the magic that, that created the portals to get you into those rooms. Um, but, but if you... If you cut your finger, well, my finger, and wipe it on the frame of the mirror that you need to go to, it allows you to move through that mirror. He has several throughout the city and other places. He used mm-hmm. them frequently to move around. I'm not sure it would make a great transportation hub for long-term use, as I do would like, would like to keep most of my book, but... <laughs> it replenishes. Ellie. But it does, <laughs> you know... Not all of us had magic when we were living, you know, in our younger <laughs> days. You learn regular things. Yeah, you do, I say back. <laughs> in that room was where most of the experimentation happened. Uh, that was the room. That was the room where he removed his arm so frequently. That was the room where most everything happened. The rest of the rooms, well, you saw all of them, I suppose. You went in the front door, yes? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, so you would have seen the the rooms in which he dueled. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, what about the room that had the animated stone in it? Is that just a guardian or the animated what? stone? Yeah, we were we were Silver, in a room. You mean animated stone? No, there it, was it, a golem. It was a golem that the the stone animated and became a golem and attacked us, and we were forced to destroy oh. it. Um, he, I don't know for sure. He came into the lab one day, um, very injured. He had a store of potions and things to restore himself in case of such a thing. Um, I asked him if it was going well, I think, because he was fighting. He was supposed to be testing. I I don't remember. Uh, but I do remember he was, he was very bloodied and I asked him what had happened. And he said, 
that he brought, I don't remember how he said it, essentially, he, the, he brought them here thinking they were statues or a wall or something. And the wall that he brought attacked him. Uh, it wasn't necessarily precise magic. Well, that's, yeah, I understand. So rest assured, he was attacked too. Uh, it wasn't just you. Is there more to learn from his lab that you can tell us? Is, are there reasons for us to go back? If we go there, we're going to learn more of what he was doing specifically or some plans that we wouldn't otherwise have. Most of the things you will need are in his journals. And you have, I think you said most of them last night. Mm-hmm. We do. Uh, be, we should be able to translate those easily. Most of no his research app- will be found there. There's no apparatus. No apparatus in critical to what it was doing, or no portals, or something else uh, to be able to use. Future is in that lab. If if we intend to continue making weapons somehow, all of the materials and the processes happened in that lab. I know there were other things that he made that he kept secret from me. I still don't know what those were. I didn't go back to his lab after he left, obviously. But there are, I assume, secrets. Um, I know there were some some rings he had worked on that happened in that room. There were a number of other items that he may have created there. As to whether or not we need to, I'm I'm not sure. I don't I don't know what is there. Uh, I do know that if we intend to make more weapons, that's where they will come, and we will need more ashes. Barrett asks Rainier, now that the shadow threat seems at least temporarily to be lifted from Waterdeep. Is there is there a need for shadow weapons for additional shadow weapons? I don't think so. If the threat remains at bay, if Dreslin doesn't return and bring a new army, we still have weapons that are useful. They, they haven't degraded. Um, we don't have enough to supply the entire Waterdeep guard, but we certainly have enough that we still have some available. I suspect we don't need them right now. Well, I'm not proposing you get rid of the ones you have. Maybe just keep them keep them close in case you need them, but don't let them drift off and be sold and whatever else. It sounds else. to me that we should lock whatever that lab is and throw away the key. I, I don't like the sounds of anything that went on there. Uh, Marin, is there any way to get in the lab besides using the ring in the warehouse or a mirror with your blood? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, and I did set up a uh, way marker. So besides that, but I'm needed for that. Uh, besides those three. <laughs> uh, Perhaps well, he added know. some sort of route for him to get in and out that I didn't know of, but I don't know why he would. He, he took me there regularly. I think a thorough cleansing of certain parts of um the warehouse before we hit the more magical areas would make sense so no one accidentally stumbles in whether locked or not well there's not much i'll be able to do about any of his magic that was used to create things Uh, i doubt i could send anything back to where it came from i doubt i'll be able to do anything to change the access through the doorways or anything of that sort i still don't know how he did it and i i have Quite a bit more knowledge about magic than I did three days ago. Nonetheless, I don't think I'll be able to do anything about those, but we certainly could 
seal it somehow. Yeah. So one of the semi-random questions that we had was if any of the Blackstaffs were helping Ander with the shadow magic infusion experiments and things, I mean, because you carried those Blackstaffs, we were able to speak with some of them even while we weren't able to speak with you, at least in short, very weird conversations. But as far as you know, none of them were helping Ander with any of his work. He would pause for just a minute and close his eyes, um, looking down at the table or dropping his head toward the table. Um, not quite a minute, but but certainly a, a pregnant pause and then look back up at you. No, I don't believe so. General advice, perhaps. But uh, as far as I know and as far as they know, most of what he was doing was unheard of. Things that no one had tried before. He was essentially infusing raw magic into weapons. It's just not done. Making new magic items, sure. Using magic to make magic items, absolutely. But he had, from what I understand, he had infused planar fire into a sword or an axe or something. What he was doing is, to my knowledge, not been done before. I'm very interested in how he weave with planar magic. I would love to be able to use the portals, the planar, the planar uh, forge in some way to experiment as well, if it's not going to kill me or, or water deep. There's the rub. Um, perhaps uh, Silverhand will be here earlier, later this afternoon. She may be able to shed some light on this. Do you know what part of the experimentation he was doing that she might have helped with? I know she was, he said she was working on her own and that they were keeping each other updated. She also provided the subjects for him, uh, as many as he wanted, she said, or that's what he told me. I, I don't know more than that. Mm-hmm. So it's six, well, 6.04. Yep, I was just about to say that. Uh, sounds like a good spot for a dinner break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, joy. No, I ain't doing the while we were close. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Everybody enjoy dinner. We'll be back in 30. Okay. Bye. So welcome back. Uh, the breakfast is going well, I think. Bright, sunny. There, I Did I mention that there were flowers on the table? No. Oh, Brighten that changes everything. Up. Yeah. <laughs> just to brighten things up. At any rate. Um, so Marin has just informed you that Silverhand will be along um, in a little bit. I think he said later actually, this afternoon. But. Uh, I actually do have a couple of questions about that. Uh, what time is she supposed to be here? Uh, what time is she supposed to be uh, She will be here for lunch. She'll be arriving just before All right. lunch. Um, and that begs the question, is there anything we've talked about here that she shouldn't be privy to? You know more about her state right now than we do. Um, and we have information that I don't think, actually, no, uh, Marin doesn't know that. I'll just come out and say it. Um, I don't know if you have any recollection of Ander needing a mythal seed, but we have one. Interesting. I <clears throat> I don't know any of the specifics. He had mentioned, we talked of you often, uh, and he had mentioned some of your earlier adventures together. In addition, some of the things that you were looking for, and he certainly, certainly did mention such a thing. I, he never discussed what it was for. Um, I, I don't know. But perhaps it's in his journal somewhere. I, for one, would say that would be something not to discuss. Mm-hmm. I, that, that seems to me to be mm-hmm. 
super knowledge. In, yes, super inside knowledge. I will defer to you all on what should and shouldn't be discussed in front of Silverhand. I have been the Blackstaff for three days, if even I can be called that yet. I don't yet owe her anything to my knowledge, although I haven't yet found a rule book either. I know a few things, uh, only what Andrew told me. If there's anything you would like to keep secret from her, I see no reason to share it. My duty now is to the city, not to her. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. Are there any other questions on the lab? Anything else we want to move on? I uh, actually, one more question. I don't know if you have any information on this because I think it came from the staff more so than you, but yesterday, getting you back to the tower, Z and I were hit with some sort of anti-magic spell coming from the Black Staff, and it has rendered all of our magical items moot. Do you have any information on what that was or if it's potentially reversible yeah i'm i'm sorry your magic items yes mm -hmm. i don't i don't have any recollection of much after destroying her the the process i know we we ran back i don't i don't remember anything of that the staff it was the staff mm -hmm. hmm. and he would look down at it but he doesn't there's no there's no clarity in him about what the staff may have done or how to fix it. Um, I assume that whatever the staff does, it can undo. As of right now, it's probably not much more than a security blanket for me. I, I don't let it go, mm -hmm. but it's only very slowly revealing to me what it can do. Uh, even, even yesterday, the few things I was able to do were mostly instinct. Perhaps when I'm done, Perhaps the staff will help me understand what to do to fix those. Do you have any idea? Try. Do you have any idea how long that process, how much more attunement you have? I'm told another five to seven days. Uh, from what I understand, it varies. It's been faster for some and slower for others. Well, I think the less you tax yourself, the better overall. So, well, in all honesty, between Erky's medicine and the pleasant company, I feel better than I have in a few days. Well, since we're talking about Dawn and Z and magic items, <clears throat> do you have any idea? And Dawn, I, tell me if I'm overstepping my bounds here, but since Dawn, uh, since the, her his experiences at uh, the name just the City of the Dead, uh, since the, the experiences at the City of the Dead, Dawn has been seeing a, a glow mm -hmm. or a halo or a, a life aura around creatures she sees it all the time he keeps seeing see him she because i'm looking at anna i'm sorry here i am he keeps, <laughs> he, keep, he keeps seeing uh uh these life glows do you, do you have any idea what something like that might be about no but oh, how yeah. very helpful for a cleric that sounds it it is um and i don't i don't know if this might tax you and if it does by all means don't do it but in the city of the dead um i was able to speak to kelvin and he was able to see the glow on me. And I don't know if he has any information. And he also, too, saw whatever. I'm not sure how much of this you recollect either. But uh, and Renair, I think you've heard all this before. But in the City of the Dead, there was a deity that magnified a spell that I cast to block the Shadowfell. And I saw her and Kelvin did. So I can't remember what she looked like, but. A deity did answer, and then since then, I've been able 
yes, to see life forces around creatures, animals, even bugs. Um, and that's really all the information I have <laughs> at present on that. Um, well, a tremendous blessing indeed. Um, yes. Uh, accessing them is so very strange. I can't have conversations with them. I more have their recollections, but not their experiences. It's as if I learned from them certain things, but I don't have their memory, at least not yet, mm-hmm. not accessible to me. Um, it, I suppose it's possible that I will be able to reach Kelvin. Um, they are certainly more active in the evenings. Uh, I mean, only on the I grounds will, that it's not detrimental to your health. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've not tried. Um, I do know that they are fading. I know that as separate individuals, they are, they're slowly fading. I don't really understand it. Again, there's no user manual. Marin, do you, when you sleep, if you sleep, do you dream or do you feel as if you're awake or in conversations with them while you're sleeping? I don't think I sleep, not in the traditional sense. I know if I do, I'm not sleeping much. I wake up or get up in the morning just as tired or even more so than the night before. My evenings are more active than I would like. It's very difficult to explain, but I don't think it is sleep. Uh, If there are dreams, I don't know what they are. So I have this spell that I've used a couple times before. And I think, well, I wonder if it would be useful to communicate with any of the black steps in your head while you were potentially not sleeping technically you need to be sleeping but if you're not or you don't feel like it's sleep i don't i wouldn't be able to guarantee any connection or communication would work but i'm i'm telling you this if you would be willing to give it a try maybe we could contact kelvin directly and save you the energy or the trouble to have to do it yourself if, if there's a benefit we certainly can try Again, I'm not, I don't really know what's happening as far as whether or not I am sleeping or anyone else is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very vague what happens. I just know it's busy. Would we potentially run the risk of interrupting the attunement if, if such a spell that entered someone's mind was attempted? I have no idea. To be honest, I don't know if, if I'm even attuning in the traditional sense or if if they are leaving behind an attunement as they fade away, I, I don't understand this process. It's just happening to me. Well, thank I'm you for taking try. what time you have, though, to at least speak with us about this. It can't be easy. Again, it's nice to have you here. It's been a long time. And with that, he would smile and um, kind of look around because, I mean, pretty much you're the only family left for him at this point and Erky. Um, I don't know if this might answer any questions you have for whatever reason, but, uh, and I would take off the, uh, the Blackwood ring that I have. And I'd say Barrett noticed that this ring I have was shielded somehow, but yours is not. Is this something you need? Uh, no. Is it, whose is that? Um, it was originally brands. And it's shielded. I don't know anything about it, I suppose. Um, interesting. And you uh, carry actually... it. I actually tried to give it back to your mother uh, some time ago, but then uh, I had a discussion with Helm at some point, but it 
came back to me in a vision is the best way I could describe it. It landed on my finger. It was nowhere near my person. And I communed with my deity and it appeared on my hand. Interesting. Did you try your blood on the mirror? Uh, I thought about it, but I haven't yet. And then I kind of look That's over That's very there. interesting, I think. <laughs> I almost did. I just had a thought. Ander had a ring. Ander had a ring as well, right? Yes. But you you wouldn't have known what kind of magic it was exuding, if anything. No. And I'm not related to the Blackwoods. That's not in my... No, but my thought was that, I mean, the ring came to you, but maybe you haven't you haven't unlocked it, that there's something you need to do. And once that connection is made, then maybe it would show itself and its true powers and or magic to you because I don't know, that would just would make sense. Not that I'm right, but I don't see well, why that wouldn't happen. Ander had mine for a time. Uh, he said he needed to borrow it. And when he gave it back, he told me never to take it off. That it would keep me safe. So I haven't taken it off. Well, I think Barrett noticed it was giving off some kind of abjuration magic. So maybe he made it to add some extra protection for you. So you would always stay safe, even if he wasn't around. Uh, Erky would chime in at this point and look, looking very sheepish. Uh, it's a, it's a ring of protection. So did That's good. Ander adjust it to be a ring of protection? He did. Uh, I'm not exactly sure if he did it himself or if he had it done, but he discussed with me ways to keep Marin safe should things go wrong. And I suggested a ring of protection. He thought that would be an easy solution. Well, that's nothing to look sheepish about, Erky. Mm -hmm. Good boy. It's, I know, it's just one of those things that you don't expect to be a secret and then it becomes one. Speaking of protecting... <clears throat> Marin, if something should happen to Ander, I, 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 I hesitate to ask these, Marin, because I don't want to upset you, and I don't want to draw you down in terms of energy, but I'm really curious about your version of what happened during the eclipse, and I'm really curious about your version of what happened during Ander's fall. Do you, do you have the mental energy to talk about those things and the physical energy to talk about those now, or do you want to put those discussions off for another day? Honestly, it's nice to be distracted from everything else just by thinking of these things. They're not pleasant, but they're not sitting up there either. Um, the day of the eclipse, I, I don't remember much. I know there was a battle. I know Ander did everything he could to keep me away from it and safe from it. Um, I remember at one point a, a large bubble appearing around me. I... I think back now and wonder how much magic he used to protect me instead of, well, nonetheless, um, when, when Vajra fell, that's when most of everything went dark for me. I don't remember. I don't have any memories from after that. Um, jumbled messes. I know there was traveling. Um, but prior to that, everything was big. Everything that was going on, the, the, the magic that was being fired around, everything was cataclysmic. When the sun went dark, it wasn't dark. I think I thought it would be like nighttime, but it wasn't. It was more like dusk, like in between the two, light and dark. And Ander said that's when we needed to open something. 
I didn't understand what, I don't suppose. I guess looking back, maybe unlocking something he meant. Either way, uh, he, he didn't want to take me. He didn't want me to go at all. But he was worried, number one, about not being around me. But number two, that we may need to do something together to, to open or unlock whatever this was. So there I was. Mind you, I was kept so far away from everything. I, I don't know the specifics or the details of the events that happened. Um, when Vajra fell, I remember running to her, or maybe she ran to me prior to, I, I don't know. Nonetheless, I, I was with her, and then everything goes dark after that. The scale of what was going on was the magic that Ander was capable of. El Elminster was there. Elminster was there. I remember Elminster. Perhaps the bubble came from him. I don't know. But I, I remember whoever or whatever showed up was not what they expected. What they were trying to accomplish is not what happened. Well, from what we understand of the few writings Andrew left behind, it sounds very much like he was trying to unlock what we know is described as a vault to gain access to Dunamancy. Elminster was indeed there, and he took a gamble on them trying to open it without all of the proper elements and so i think that's where things went terribly wrong um that i think that makes sense that i think that's what i was supposed to be there for or what it was elminster's idea to bring me andrew didn't want me there i think i think elminster wanted me there in case there was something that needed to be figured out i'm very good at figuring things out solving things puzzles i think perhaps that was the point but whatever happened it was not what they expected and i'm certain that andrew didn't get dunamancy no, whatever based on it what, was that they were trying to accomplish. Whatever he wrote, uh, Siric attempted to break out of his prison. And in the ensuing chaos, and I would kind of turn to Renair to say this to him because he was specifically asking about Elminster. Um, Elminster was pulled into a void into the Supreme Throne and battles Siric even now. So I think the only reason Siric is not on this plane wreaking hell is because Elminster is keeping him at bay. Interesting. I don't remember Elminster very well. I, I, I only vaguely remember seeing him, but, but he was there. He certainly was there when we traveled, and he wasn't there when we went home. Well, obviously not if, if he's fighting Cyric. I'm sorry I don't have more information. Um, I, I know whatever the puzzle was, I couldn't, have solved, I couldn't solve it. Um, I, I'm, I do remember it had something to do with the light, but it was beyond me. It, it was all of magic, and oddly enough, Magic is not not something I'm very familiar with, at which point he would hold up the black staff and say, yet, I suppose. Well, as far as, as for, please go as ahead. As far as the light is concerned, I think that has to do with when that vault can be accessed, because we know that it has something to do with unlocking a space in between times or in between places. So I think there needed to be some sort of odd existential equilibrium, but because they didn't have the right tools, there wasn't the balance they needed. Perhaps. Again, Ander mentioned balance and how important it was all the time. Maybe that was another lesson. Balancing what is the question, though? That I don't know. Everything. He, he would imply that everything was balanced all the time. I think it had to do something with the planes. Like it was his job to make sure that they were in balance somehow. I think that's what we were told way at mm -hmm. the beginning. Didn't Element Elminster... Describe him like that? Something like a planeskeeper or whatever? Mm -hmm. He said planeskeeper. Uh, I do remember that. Tell you anything? Say it again. I'm sorry? 
What did he say about being a plains keeper? Do you remember anything? Uh, that uh, that it was something in our family? That I might be one too? I'm not. At least not that I know of. <clears throat> um, I believe we have a key in our possession. Uh, I'd love to take that out, actually. And uh, okay. show it to Mary. Which key is this? It's a plains key. Oh, the plains keeper keys, right? Wait, which keys? Out of character. Oh, we keys. We're on the coffin. We didn't. I don't think we. Oh, left. the supreme throne prison keys. I thought they were plains keeper no, keys. I, I think there was a one that was given to Z by Elminster that had yes. been. Um, okay. Abathas, and that's the one that uh, is not on the bunch of keys that Z's been kind of holding, holding mm-hmm. that one. I believe. Barrett has the ones that we found on top of the coffin. Right. And those are plainskeeper keys, right? Uh, they're they, I mean, supposedly they been keys to. Yeah, yeah well, they looked. No, the one that like he was given yeah. is one of the ones from supposedly one of the twelve that is keeping Sirik locked away. And then the four we found look very, very, very similar. But we, yeah, we haven't identified if they are related or not. Right. Okay, so we might have five. We have at least one. So I'm the, just I yeah. present and if he has any reaction to it. Uh, he would take it and and kind of turn it over. In his hand, doesn't doesn't mean anything to me. This is from Elminster. Yes, I'm afraid. Again, I don't I don't know too much about Elminster. Silverhand may know better. Mm-hmm. I don't think she we supposedly should, has one too. I don't think we should mention anything about planeskeeping to Silverhand. Thank you. Anything about it? Very well. Um. Any more questions? What about Anders Fall? What do you recall from that day? We've we've heard probably three different versions now, maybe four different versions. Everyone has got a slightly different view from their own perspective, as you would expect. But I'd love to hear what you remember happening. It was very chaotic. It was very hectic. We it's it seemed to start like a normal day, um, but calmer. We spent we spent the morning together, not really doing anything. He seemed peaceful, I think, for his much as I can remember. But then once the battle started, once once he went outside, I I don't even remember if I was there, to be honest. I remember him falling. It was a huge explosion. And then he was gone. I suppose those memories will start to flow back soon. Not sure I want them to. Uh, then I, I was whisked away. Somebody, maybe, maybe Erky, was it you? And Erky just kind of sits. He does not reply at all. I was I was removed and then and then he didn't come home. I don't think I was aware that he had died. I just knew he wasn't there. And then and then everything around me seemed different. Everything was blurry after that, like looking through one of these windows that are with thick glass. I don't remember talking even after that much, if at all. Yeah. He was just gone. Left behind though was uh an empty battlefield. He won, I think. It was not a good day, of course. I'm sorry, I, I don't know. Are there any details that I, I don't know what else to tell you? Again, it, it's just so vague. It doesn't, I don't really know what happened other than he didn't come home. Well, it's just some specifics around the actual moments leading up to the impact. I mean, it does sound like Ander acted heroically, as heroically as a person could act. So you can take whatever comfort you you can from that. But we've heard 
tales of some of the people who were vaporized along with Ander, one of the things that sticks out to me was there was a woman apparently who was running towards Ander at the last moment. Don't know if Ander even saw her or what role she might have, or if she was just a random person that happened to be there. But it, it seems curious to me that in the middle of a battle, a random person would be running towards the point of, well, the point of attack of the two main combatants. I've always just been curious about who she might have been or what her role might have been in the whole thing. I remember her. He said, <clears throat> I think he referred to her as our aunt. I didn't know who she was. I never actually met her. He would often go and visit with her. I saw him once with her outside at Troll Skull. Erky, do you know? Erky just kind of shakes his head. He has no idea. I, I, I don't know who she was. He would just go and see her. He, he said, I'm going to see our aunt today. I'll tell her you said hello. Very interesting. When he would go to see her or to visit her, did he use his planar travel abilities? Or did he was probably imply that she was somewhere in Waterdeep? As he as he became stronger and more important, he tended to show off a little. He used his powers often when he didn't need to. I think it was his way of having fun in the midst of all that. So probably he would. Um, I do remember that when he would come home from her, he always had new stories to tell me about the family. Old stories. Nothing detailed, just gifts that were passed back and forth or holidays that were celebrated from from years ago. Maybe she was our aunt. I would love to hear all of those stories and write them down, whatever you can recall. I, I think I can recall some of them for certain. I will. I will start that project. Maybe it'll give me something to do while I'm passing the time here. You can even make a song of it. Indeed. You could help. This is a complete long shot. Did the time that you saw them together, did she ever have an aura or a glow about her? I don't remember one. Did Ander ever? I wouldn't have seen one, I don't think. It's not something I could see regularly. Okay. Well, the only other thing that I had on my list was what you might know about how your family history ties into a tree or a warlock or a crypt. But I think now that we've visited the lab, we have a little bit better idea, a little bit better understanding. Yeah, but what about the warlock part? The warlock? We found references to a warlock and the grandfather tree. And just curious if hmm. maybe your great-great-grandfather was that warlock, or if the warlock has anything to do with anything related to your family. Well, I know um, I know the, the crypt of the person in the lab is supposedly our first ancestor, the first Blackwood. Well, I assume not the first ancestor, but some somewhere, someone who is related to us. Um, he was the first Blackwood. Uh, I know that he was related in some way to the grandfather tree. It's to the north of here. It's a real tree. It really exists. It's still there, or at least Anders said it was. Um, Anders said that we, or he, I suppose, got the powers that he has from somehow. Maybe they were passed. That's what was passed down through the generations. He, Ander said, wasn't human. He wasn't from here. I don't know what that means. He was from somewhere else, some other plane. But that's really all Ander ever told me about that, other than stories. Um, he told me about how he and our 
our great, 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 great grandmother met um, near that tree, from what I understand. He told me that he'd done a lot of research trying to follow the family tree and make sure that it was an unbroken line and that he was satisfied that it really was based on what he had found. Um, I think she gave him some of that information because that's where he would come back with those family stories. Um, beyond that, I, I don't think I know for sure. I know the tree is still important. Uh, Ander did go to visit it uh, a number of times, usually right after he'd lost his arm. Uh, the, the restoration of his arm didn't go well every time. It got worse and worse every time he did it. And he would go and visit the tree, and he would always come back feeling better. He would only be gone for an hour, sometimes two. I don't know how he got that far that fast, but there were all kinds of things he could do. There are rumors that the tree has healing powers, or at least that's what I had heard when I visited. Maybe it had healing powers for only those who are related to the bloodline. Maybe he just felt better looking at it. He said it protected our family. That's one of the reasons that I was supposed to wear the ring. I don't know if that was just to get me to keep wearing it, but... Well, I, I think it's worth um, identifying where in the journals we can find anything about family history and perhaps taking a little trip out to see the tree. Of course. I, I would I would very much like to see the tree. I don't think I should leave anytime soon, or at least not within the next few days, but I would mm -hmm. very much like to go. From what I understand, I may be able to do that by myself in a few days, but I, I think I'd rather go with, with you all, if that's okay. Of course. Are, are we safe in the tower for a few days, by the way? Uh, yes. From what I understand, you are very safe here. I have been working on making sure that, that the tower knows you're supposed to be here. It's very complicated. I don't quite understand it yet. But, um, well, you were escorted last night. I know, that, I know that you're safe on most of the second floor. And last night I worked a little bit harder on one of the additional rooms on the second floor. I'm sorry about the library. It probably wasn't a very comfortable place to spend the morning. Uh, there's another room on the second floor that you should be, have access to beginning today. Uh, as long as you don't leave the areas that you've been granted access to, you should be safe. And he looks over at Renair for that one. Renair kind of nods his head. Um, I, I will work to make sure that the rest of the areas are safe. But for right now, all I know is that, that you need to stay in those areas. I don't know what will happen or how go somewhere else. I, will, will I be able to create of my own within the tower being attacked by the tower? If you are in a place that the tower accepts you, you should be able to do anything that you can do as long as it doesn't harm me or the tower. Okay. Would right. that include Rainier? And Rainier nods again. Would that include possibly Dawn using the way marker to take us back to lab or and or Ellie using teleportation to get us to different places can we do that from leaving from here magically I, I think works I don't think there are any problems I know that if you need to go through the front door I need to escort you or the statue that was going to be my next question uh, so if we do need to leave the tower as long as we're brought to the door that's fine how do if we need to get back in though uh, you can knock? you can call you can knock or from the other side of the door you can call in and the tower lets me know if someone is here um, just because then i say to the group like if we had time um 
before we meet Silverhand or really before we go anywhere again, if I could, I'd very much like to go to the hall and see if there's any way to get a new holy symbol because I don't feel comfortable being without that. Uh, I have very few components for any of my spells. My healing spells are fine, but uh, basically everything I can cast, I cannot at this time besides that. And I really don't like casting those because it means one of you was hurt. So um, certainly uh, you, you can come and go as you please. You just, I just have to let you out. Um, I think, I don't think the tower will let you beyond the gates. You may be able to get outside. I'm not really sure. Just to be safe, let me walk you out. Um, maybe I'll know more tomorrow. Renair, I think, can come and go as you please. And Renair just kind of nodded and then adds for most of the tower. There, there are places I can't go. Marin hasn't even been to the whole tower yet either. So, Whatever accommodations we have, I think are fine. You know, don't work too mm-hmm. hard on giving us access to more than what we have. I don't think it's, I'll look around just to make sure I'm not saying what, you know, for the group, but I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Just well, focus it's on, you know, your guests you. and it helps me learn about the tower anyway. I would love to hear when you figure it out what that contraption in the middle of the tower is all about. I would love to figure it out. I have no idea. It's very tall. Yes. Speaking of very tall, we've noticed when you stand now, you've always been tall. You've always been large, but you are incredibly tall now. It's, I mean, I hope this isn't delicate, but you're almost giant sized. How tall is Marin? In big. He's like six eight, I think we heard yep, or something. Six, six mm-hmm. seven, I thought was in yeah. my head, but he's a big guy. I mean, you... yeah, but that's not giant. That's bad. Skinny as a rail. <laughs> I'm trying to be delicate about it. We know he's got some weird something going on in his. He's brain. got giant. Barrett he's is... got giant. I don't. Well, anyways, all yeah. right. Barrett has asked the question. And <clears throat> um, so so just some clarification around that. I think more recently, his not only is he tall, of course he is. But more recently, the few times that you've seen him, he is also standing taller. He's his posture is improved. He's not, you know, slumped down, um, trying to be small. And a lot of that just has to do with coming into his own thoughts and being able to to kind of be among people as a peer. So he hasn't actually physically grown recently, but <clears throat> um, but as far as what he would tell you about that, uh, he would blush and. I am tall. I, my mother used to always say I was too tall sometimes, but then when I could reach the top cabinet, she didn't seem to mind. And that's all he'd really <laughs> have about that for you. And uh, well, while we're all here and before we talk to Silverhand and while we're in a place where we can talk freely, uh, I, I do think the sooner we get that mythal seed in our possession, the better. The fact that um, both Z's locker and the pack of holding were unaffected by that magic to me tells me one of those places would be a safe place to keep it, but we need that in our possession. And where is it now? Especially, uh, it's with an <laughs> owl in the woods. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, long Ghost? story. No, un- unfortunately, no. Okay. This is going to sound bad when I say it initially, but there is some explanation. We have Cyrix old familiar, an owl named Stout. And by visiting some space between planes, between planes, we managed to obtain a mythal seed and bring it back to the material plane through, uh, I, I am tethered now to the owl as if he is a familiar. 
So he obeys my commands and we were able to land him near Mert's lodge. I can still feel him. He's alive, but he has the seed and a, he has a vest of holding. I'm not really sure how. Pissed off. <laughs> very. <Sorry>. There's just <laughs> this constant, you know, grumbling. yes, this very hooty grumble all the time. Um, but he's alive and he, the last orders I gave him were to protect the seed and to not die. So he's got it. Um, we were assured that uh, Sirik wouldn't have any contact with him or any knowledge that he's back on this plane. But since we've been back, he has been by the lodge. And I, I live in the fear that all of a sudden he will wink out in my head and we will lose that. So Sirik's owl yes. has the Mithilar seed that you went to get? Well, I, I guess technically speaking now, my owl that used to be Cyrix has the mythal seed. Yes. He would glance around at everyone just for a minute. And I, I'm still very much learning nuance and how to think about things that don't make sense. But I am being extremely literal, Marin. And is this, this makes sense to everyone? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was there. Yeah. I, I lived through it. I saw it all. I, Okay. I saw what any of us saw. Well, Does it make sense? No. Remember the things we saw. We only remember well, some what of it. was told to us in in trial. But we saw <laughs> we saw the trial. We saw no, the owl. Seen... We know he exists. We know it's yeah. real. But there's yeah. a difference between living through the whole adventure versus you know living through the telling of the adventure at a yeah. podium with a cast of jurors and a judge and whatever was going on there i don't remember (sighs) it was a lot but at the end of the day he has what we need and i can't help but think that potentially i might be able to learn more about Sirik and maybe even by extension dreslin from his memories um he can't lie to me i know that i just think right now he's very angry (laughs) (laughs) um i i do know i am learning about magical things and Mythal seeds are important, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So extremely, it feels very much like as being someone who's supposed to protect this city. I would really prefer if we had our hands. Absolutely, <clears throat> I as well. Maybe, maybe we should take care of that soon. I wholeheartedly agree. Very well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yes, um, a mythal seed is, is certainly a very powerful item. If we have access to one, it's it's incredibly... Um, it can be made into a weapon if we need it. <clears throat> um, there are other things that it can do. I know Silverhand will know more than I do as of yet, but it's almost a root of magic. You can do so many things with it. I believe we needed it, though, for a specific thing. So this is not like a mythal seed that just can be used willy-nilly for the whims of Waterdeep. We had one, and we don't have that anymore, and we don't know if we'll be able to find another one besides this. So, Well, then what is it for, if not? Well, it was originally supposed to be something Ander and Elminster had at the Eclipse when they unlocked the vault or attempted to. The original plan was to unlock the vault and charge the mythal seed with whatever they got out of the vault. That was one of the elements they didn't have. The missing pieces. Elminster found one from what we understand. Pieces. From what we understand in, again, he left very little <clears throat> behind, but Elminster found a mythal from somewhere, a small one, but Dreslin or Cyric was able to 
infect it with their own magic. And that's where everything went wrong. I see. That makes sense. Well, now we have one. Well, now we know where one is. Yes. We don't have it until Stout is now here. Now we will soon have one. In our hands. Definitely. Yes. <clears throat> and, and then... Aaron, I know you're going to say you need to wait five to seven days before you can answer this question. But if we had it, and if we knew how to unlock the vault, are you the one that's going to be able to wield Dunamancy to do what Ander couldn't do? I don't think so. I mean, I know I sound skeptical every time we bring this up, but okay, we can unlock the vault. Now what? Who knows what to do with that? That's a good question. I don't know anything about it. Maybe. Even the magic that I've touched, none of it has been related to Dunamancy. I don't know that answer. It would be beneficial, and then I would give Renair kind of a conceding glance <laughs> if we could somehow gain audience with Mistra herself, who locked Dunamancy away in the first place. Well, but I don't know if that's possible. Silverhand and Elminster would be the closest two. If Elminster is not here, that leaves us mm-hmm. one obvious choice. How long till lunchtime? When she's supposed to be here again? <laughs> However long you want. <laughs> Guess who's coming to lunch? Guess who's mm-hmm. coming to lunch? <clears throat> Well, I know I would prefer to have some sort of holy symbol if possible before she gets here. Well, we can certainly make arrangements to have you escorted if you'd like. Um, The tower comes with a staff, I've been told. It would be fun to see see them in action. I would like to accompany Dawn so we don't split the party up too much, but... Well, I mean, I actually need to go get a certain supplies. If we're going to be making this a base, I need to go back to Trollskull to grab some uh, purple <clears throat> brewing items. Well, Marin, I don't want to sound greedy, but on that point, some of us do have some items and some things that we need. Does the tower have lots of magical items that or things, oh, components, spell components? Things that we might uh, yes, need. Yes, I, I have a, I have an entire, um, an entire study that's filled with, with many things that I don't know what they do, um, bits of fluff and fuzz and feathers and and gems and on and on and on. That's great. I'm sure whatever you could need, we have. Oh, fresh. What is it? Fresh tarts. Perhaps no tarts, but we could send for some. You have a bag of barley. You got sugar. I, I'm sure. Maybe maybe not those things. I, yeah. I guess I was thinking magic components. At least not for my capabilities. Well, either way, I mean, we can certainly send for whatever you need in Troll Skull, or you could, you're welcome to go get it. You're not you're not expected to stay here. It's just an offer. No, I don't mind staying here. I just was saying to brew, I need the copper, and that that's the smaller ones at Troll Skull. Certainly, of course, we can send a wagon or or whatever would be helpful. <clears throat> Uh, is there anything at Troll School you'd like brought back for you? <clears throat> I didn't have much there, I don't think. Uh, a few sets of clothes and all of those are here. Um, anything of Anders that could be here instead of there, I suppose. Uh, but, I mean, some of that is important to you all as well. I don't want to take things that, that belong to you. Well, I think all the everything we found in the chest and, and all of those kinds of things, even the chest itself, Anders' chest, should probably be brought here. Rather than troll skull, mm-hmm. I mean those those that's some of that kind of stuff is obvious. Um, I, I, one question I have, Mary, do you re- recall creating a, an arcane lock for me and giving it to me as a gift one time? A lock, yes, yes, I do. Yes. Well, there was a call it a secret passageway that was used to whisk everyone from 
the market to here. Uh, I used that lock to secure that that secret passageway shed door. I was going to go back and retrieve it, but before I did, I wanted to make sure whatever protections are in place on that. I just wasn't sure if, if the place was locked. So before I go retrieve it, is there someone who can verify or make sure that at least that portal is closed or secured? Uh, Renair would would chime in. I can I can go make sure things are set reset the way they're supposed to be. Certainly, okay, it's good thinking. I just I know some people in the market saw us drag him, drag Marin in there. I mean, it was yes. unnecessary. There's nothing that could be done. But I I dare say the rumors over the next few days are going to be dramatic. Um, and he would turn to Marin. Marin, you did you did completely destroy a body. Marin would look taken aback a little bit. Oh, okay. And people will want to know what happened. We'll need to craft some sort of story. Um, do you know why that you did that? I don't, I don't remember. I, she was a she was a bad person, I think. Well, no story needs to be crafted. She was piloting the statue, killing people, and the black sack of water deep stopped her. True, true. Let's go I mean, with that story. To that extent, it would be lovely if the story was the black staff of... Waterdeep protected the city from the walking statue and brought mm-hmm. down the walking statue. Why Why would you say it for the walking, walking statue, though? That statue was an apartment. It should not have been walking. I know. I'm, I'm saying, though, I would rather credit for protecting the city go to the Blackstaff than to the babysitters. Absolutely. Oh, I thought that's what they had suggested already. No, yeah. he was talking about, Rainier was talking about the fact that Marin stood there and completely destroyed the body. No, I meant what Don said right after Renair, that he came to destroy the person who was piloting. He stopped the person who was killing people. Uh, it's that sorry. simple. Yeah, yeah. It's tr- it truly is that simple. No story needs to be fabricated at all. Mm. Okay. Effect, as long as people suggesting don't... suggesting that, that the Black Sabbath also stopped the he statue. Won't be involved. Yeah, I would rather... The, I would rather... I think it's better for... Um, out of character, because I'm not getting my point across in character. I think it's better for the babysitters if we are not the ones that were known that we destroyed the statue. And yeah. then Marin showed up later mm-hmm. and destroyed the driver of the statue. Like, I, I, think, I don't think we want that kind of spotlight on us. I think if anything needs or must be said, it is simply that the Black Staff defended Waterdeep from a threat. It truly is that simple. Okay. I don't think we even need to be mentioned. I prefer we weren't anyway. We agree Sorry, on that, that point. I was under the same assumption already. So that's why I was confused as to the clarification. Renair yeah. would, would jump in. We, we can certainly make sure that that is the rumor that's circulating. I'm sure that there have been several others. Um, Don, I'm also a, a bit worried about you. You were definitely mm. casting magic on the body that everyone would have seen. Uh all you need to tell people is the truth and that the body had shadow swarming all over it. Mm, perhaps. A lot of people think it's gone. We may want to leave that part out, but we'll fix it. It's not a problem. I have plenty of people to do this kind of <clears throat> Z, I'm you fa- were going to say something? I'm fairly confident most eyes were on me anyway. Indeed. Aren't they usually? I was on the carpet. Yeah. Very well. Um, then I will tend to those matters this morning before lunch um, and you would like to retrieve your items, Marin, you can help with transportation for that. And um, clearly Renair is switching back into 
we're a team, let's figure this stuff out mode, um, making plans for everybody and what needs to be done. Uh, Erky, are you moving in here permanently? And Erky would nod. So then you'll need to retrieve some things as well. Is there anything else that we need to do before Silverhand arrives? Well, it's a matter of Squidly. I think, Erky, you've been feeding him and taking care of him. Um, He won't set foot back in Troll Skull, but I don't think would be able to be cooped up in the tower. Aiden either. Like, I don't think it would be safe for both of them to be here. And not or safe for the tower <laughs> for a number of reasons. <laughs> um, ooh, oh, that's gonna cost like you guys have to worry about that. Uh, well, I just had a thought maybe we can have them housed in a sapphire house for a little while. We'll talk to Callop, yes, Callop's your name, yeah, mm-hmm. across the street. That way, they're within distance. If you need to get to them, you can, um, but they're not in here. I think it's safer for them and uh, the tower. Aiden would be all over this. Like, <laughs> I get my Getting own a room. In a hotel? What? <laughs> They're not living yeah. in the sewers camping on an island. Quidley would, would be amenable to that, I'm sure. Um, he might still sleep on the floor, who knows, but, but he would certainly take a room. He would think that was cool. Old habits, hard to break. Indeed. Alright, so we're gathering Squidly. We're getting supplies from Trollskull. Yeah. Um, the Erky would want to know the defenses that are up on Troll Skull. Do you want all of that maintained? Yeah, if he can. Yeah. Certainly. No if for no other reason than there's a teleportation circle in there that we don't want people getting access to. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, it leads to the lab. <laughs> is on top. So what's on top? Renair's carpet. Oh right. So if someone were to use that teleportation circle, there would be an issue. Because there's another one on top of it. Right. I mean, the, who knows where they end up in both places? Molecularly bonded with the carpet. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, in two different ex- places. Yeah, to that extent, I think we should put those keys back now that we know where they're at and what they're used for. So I that if we ever use the, the teleportation keys. circle, we'll have them. Yeah. I can put the one in skull back, but we'll have to obviously go right to the warehouse for the other. Yeah, uh, I would say on that note, one of the items that I can no longer use is that Ashen Reach ring, which means I am down to one cast per day of Ward of Recall. So unless we have a, an additional way to get out that we prefer, uh, I can get us in once or out once. We that item is no longer usable. I'm willing to test out the planar, per- the, the planar portation circle. Planar portation, yes, that. Yeah. Um, but that I don't know if... I think I would need a little more explanation for Marin on how that why wouldn't why wouldn't we just wait for Marin to be healthy enough to take us? Because even if we get back in there, we can't get through the mirror. So there's I, nothing I could always try that. We well It's true, we, but the, there's nothing that we could We still I, have I, the I, key back for that, the planar planar portation circle. Going in will be easy, but either way, we still have we would have to go through all of the other stuff to leave or go in so unless we intend in that moment to like start clearing stuff out like you had suggested the last time too it would be um frozen i was only suggesting clearing it out if we needed a way to exit that way but we don't need to exit we, we don't even need to ever hit those front rooms again no you would just need to put the key back in troll skull right we use word of a call to get back in or a mirror and then hang the key on the ceiling next to the other half but it doesn't feel like there's an sorry Go ahead, Ellie. 
No, um, okay. Don says he only has one casting of Word of Recall. So that's mm-hmm. either either to get in or to get out. Yes. So that means there's still the other side. If he uses Word of Recall for us to get in, we still have to get out. If we can't use a mirror, that doesn't work. Then we have to do it the hard way is what I'm no. saying. No, yes, but one thing we could try at least is at least hang the key at the plantarbertation circle and troll skull, word of recall in, hang the second key next to the other half of the circle, and then that's our way out. If, if I it works. It. What, yes, exactly. if you can. So it's up, it's you, Marin, and myself, really, it all boils down to. Yes, Travis. Or we wait. Or, <laughs> or we wait for Marin to get fully attuned. He swipes the mirror that's in the next room, we go to the mirror room. He swipes us into the main lab that we want to get into. And then he swipes us back to here. Uh, like we, Marin, we're making ourselves go through a <laughs> heck of a lot of work to get into a place that a we don't question. know why we're going there. We want to Marin about the mirrors um, mm-hmm. to test it. Uh, or when you would use your blood on the mirror, you would then have to action stepping through the mirror or using the magic. You didn't, the mirror didn't pull you in, did it? You right. could put blood and walk away. Yes, theoretically. So why don't, I mean, I think I think it is quite the long shot, but why don't I just go try it now at the mirror here? And then we'll know if somehow through having this ring, I can activate the mirror or not. It won't actively suck me in, according to Marin. So then there's no loss. It's just seeing if it works. Sure. Yeah, I like testing. Testing good. If there's no danger, why not? I look at Ellie and Barrett and oh, yeah. Marin to see if... It Free uh, to make his own choices. <laughs> Ellie says it bypasses what Barrett was worried about. So there you go. Uh, Marin, are you all right if I try that? Of course. Yes, I would like to know. We need to know if you're Sonori Blackwood in another sense still. <laughs> A cousin, maybe? I'm not sure. I, if we're I can say with full confidence, as far back as I can think, there is no mention of anybody in my family ever. Being a Blackwater. Well, the ring came I, to you for some reason. Can't really deny that. Um, okay, where is the mirror in here? It's uh, it's in this room. It's right here. Oh, I guess I could share it since we're not even doing that. Uh, it's that one. Sure. It is right. All right, and here's the thing, guys. If it does pull me in, I'll just word of recall back to the hall. I'll meet you there. I can send word of recall back to the hall. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. That's definitely our next tavern. Pretty much a word of recall back to the hall or yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw. It's got a, oh, a everybody bull moved. you can ride, a mechanical bull and everything. Yep. <laughs> yes. So that is uh the mirror. The country. I'm sorry, what is? Here. The little white. Oh, that. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. The new white okay. shiny thing. Silver, technically. Okay. And so then Marin, just to verify, you would just cut one of your fingers and smear it on the mirror. There was no vocal component, no, all right, off I go. I walk around the opposite side of Ellie, through the door. And, and you're going alone? Oh, I love that. I don't know. Are they coming with me? I'm just going. Nobody seems to be, no. <laughs> well, I thought you guys go by myself. Hold on. Come on, statue. Marin certainly didn't jump up to, to join. No, I don't because... I, I wouldn't let him anyway. He needs to be seated and quickly sometimes, I swear. Uh Renair would probably go yeah. too. Yeah. Don yeah. vaults the table and sprints into the next room. Can he? Uh, <laughs> Garrett will a- ask to be let out and he'll say he'll just meet you back here for lunch and he would leave if you can be let out. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. 
I'll stand over here and watch. Actually, right. stand. Uh, Z, are you coming too, or are you hanging at the table? Oh, I want to see. All right. You want to see? I got him. Z wants to watch. I want to see. Can you imagine this? Like everybody crowded around poor Don. <laughs> Just ready for it to do nothing. Like, okay, cut your finger. Cut your finger. Guys, don't do look. <laughs> no peeking. Um, All right. Let's see. You would probably hear from the other room, Marin, say, it doesn't have to be much. <laughs> Just a drop. Perfect. So, need a dagger? Uh, sure. And I will toss. Oh, gosh. Press the digitate to sterilize. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm trying to make sure I have. Yeah, I have a regular dagger still on me, so I'll toss you the regular dagger. Portion. It was the one thing still on my person when I jumped through the hole. I mean, one weapon. Dawn misses the catch, and that's how the blood gets there. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Um, right hand with the ring on. I will nick my thumb and let it pull up a little bit and smear it on the bottom as I'd seen in the other room with the other okay. mirrors. Um, so everybody waits just a second and watches the mirror um, to see, you know, what what will happen? What is it supposed to do? Um, Renair would would chime in. I, I've never seen these work. What What is supposed to happen? Kind of looking at you guys. I'm looking at the mirror and I say, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, the mirror just kind of sits there. Nothing really changes. Can I poke the glass like when Z poked the one in the bunker it rippled? Mm -hmm. You can. Uh, it ripples. Okay. Nothing else happens. I think to myself, I'd like to go in the room. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm imagining myself being transported. Um, Marin would probably, from his side, um, yell in. You just kind of step into it. Just go forward. I'll go in expecting to uh, move my face away if I go to collide with glass. <laughs> yeah, and you pretty much collide with glass. Okay. I'm going to grab the frame. Like, nope, didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't think it would. Didn't work. That answers oh. that. Not a Blackwood. Or at least not a Blackwood who can smear blood on mirrors and walk through. That's true. Well, I guess you better start walking then. Catch up with <laughs> That's true. Okay. So everybody's just going to get stuff, right? From everywhere that needs to be gotten. Z, yes. are you bringing anything? Sorry? So I, I think um, Z actually not like to go to collect things. He would like to tell Marin that um, he's been dying to work on a project using his loom, and it would be an honor to actually do that construction in actual Blackstaff Tower if he would allow it. He absolutely would, yeah. He would think that was the best thing ever, especially even just to see the loom. If we're yeah. stuck here for three to five days while you continue your journey and all our magic, all my magic funked, I'd rather stay here nice and secure and naked and do my project. Indeed. Um, yeah, he would absolutely be all for that. Um, the second floor, there's a, um, a seating area that the one that he was talking about working on for you. And that is over here. Do, 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 do. It is under there. Yep. So this is more like a common room area that this is the one that he's been working on opening up for you um, as a living space. A little more comfortable, a little, you know, than the library anyway. And he's pretty sure you have access to this at that at this point, as of this one. Great. 
um, he would suggest that that might be a great place to put the loom so it doesn't take up space in your room if you if you want. Um, he has workshops and, and all kinds of places downstairs and who knows what's upstairs. But as of right now, he has no idea how you access it. This will do. So this will have to do. Um, anything you need from Troll Skull Z that you want sent for? I can't think of anything that I will I would have left it that Z would have left at Troll Skull that he would need. Okay, cool. So the um, the tower will create uh, unseen servants and whatever wagons and um, whatever wagons and carriages you might need to get anywhere you need to go. Um, the unseen servants do travel with no like no visible horses, so it's a little bit Harry Potterish. Um, but it is a Blackstaff carriage and. You know, people in Waterdeep are accustomed to. Um, it will cause a lot of oohs and ahs and pointing because there has been no black staff for a long time. And when people see the black staff carriage moving about, they will become excited. But nobody messes with the black staff carriage either, so um, it would be a pretty safe thing. It will be headed to Trollskull though to get yeah, it was needed. So yeah. there's a little bit of publicity there if that's what. Well, you're no, I wouldn't. I mean, the minute you said it was a black staff carriage, I was like, nah, then we're going to have it park like four blocks down the way, that kind of thing. There's no okay. reason for a black staff carriage to be at a broken down bar, much less Trollskull Alley, as far as anyone is aware, because I don't think anyone knows that it's Marin who's black staff okay. yet. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It can also be disguised, but it has no horses. No, no, no. Ellie will, I mean, like... Pretty obviously going to be a magical carriage. She's, yeah. Um, I don't remember how much, how how heavy the brewing stuff is. The the, the portable brewing coppers, I think it's like 11. No, could have been more pounds. Either way. I mean, she can put it all in a wheelbarrow and take just it Just get away. it those few feet. You okay. have a donkey. Uh, the donkey, donkey is at the uh, black, as, at, at the manor. With the horses. Oh, he is? Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Yes. That's funny. That's so funny. Because that was always going to be my plan. I don't think we ever, like, Philly said, but the fact that I asked Erky about it, for sure he would be mm. a... Oh, wait. No, we did talk about this, and Erky said, oh, I might need him. Would Erky... Yeah, what you didn't confirm is that if Don Quixote died in the crossfire or not. Yeah, well... <laughs> That's up to Demon That's now, funny. isn't it? So the question is, mm -hmm. did Erky stop needing him and then send him to the farm? <laughs> or did he die and then Erky sent him to the farm? <laughs> to the farm? <laughs> Which farm is he at? Ander rode him into battle. There we go. <laughs> That's the chillest entrance to battle. Just a... No, Erky would have taken very good care of Donkey. So so is he at Trollskull? Um, is he at Trollskull? No, he would have, when Trollskull fell... He would have gone to Black Blackwood Manor yeah. Ranch. Okay, cool. So then, yeah, she would like, I don't know, I'm sure we have like a hand cart or wear wheelbarrow, whatever. Yeah, no, no, we, we don't need to get that detailed. We'll we'll figure yeah, yeah. out you're able to get it. No, we, we need to be that detailed. It's we just a one. Absolutely that detailed. You can put it in character <laughs> chat later. <laughs> They're nine pounds. She's gonna just grab all of the things that she needs for brewing that she cleaned the last time she was there along with any like food supplies that are required for the whole process. And I think that was about it that she left it. Ellie swings by Villa Depot and picks up a wheelbarrow and then over to Watermart and grabs whatever she's there. You know, 
Yeah. Sack of sugar, sack of barley, uh, uh, water deep Aldi's. Yeah, head exactly. somewhere to get some nettle for herbs. She's got she's got plans. Okay, cool. Um, so I think what we could do very easily is just have all of that happen before lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we're right up against our eight o'clock break. So when we get back, unless there's anything else that we missed, um, Silverhand will join for lunch. I'm sure that's going to be a comfortable lunch. Barrett and I went to the hall to see if I could get a holy symbol and I also need to tell even Chris like yeah all the items are dead there goes the cure for now sorry actually Barrett went on Barrett went on and did his own shopping when you guys were fooling with the mirror I will get to the hall and find myself alone (laughs) and talk to the fish no problem no problem (laughs) yeah no problem um he would definitely just since we're yeah we're right up at the break but I will tell you He's he is going to definitely be um Distraught. that's gonna hurt. That news is gonna hurt. Yeah. That all that's he gone, wasn't... especially the cure. Um he was very much um uplifted by the fact that there may be a cure to such things for a while. Yeah. So but the way I would present it would be the like because really I it's a it's a big one, but it's a setback. As far as Donna's concerned, nothing is permanent. Um and then I'll I'll write it to you, but we can come back during the break and Okay. I've, I've, yeah cool the whole thing just sucks <laughs> like, all right cool cool break time. uh sounds good then break time uh 10 minutes yeah yeah let's see we got that started okay uh everybody was going to get stuff <clears throat> let's see what i didn't miss or what i did real quick uh uh okay ellie did you get what exactly did you take from troll skull not like terribly precisely but um well i actually have in my inventory like i know things that she left at troll skull because everything else she has she carries with her um and that is uh her brewer supplies so everything involved with brewing um moonshine but also magical moonshine she would well in specifically magical moonshine she would have brought with her back to um black step tower so that would also include any ingredients. Um, I don't think there was much else, any ingredients, any herbs that she's left behind. But I think she also brought those with her around in the bag of holding. Okay. I'd have to double check those. So she's ready to brew back at Blackstaff is basically. Yes. Right, cool. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, okay. And then, of course, Squidly, she would um, stop by have Aiden go get him along with their belongings in the sewers and convince him that they would be staying somewhere a little nicer um, <laughs> and free. <laughs> For- it's an upgrade. It's a little bit of an upgrade from the sewer, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Aiden would have had taken charge of, like, gathering all their things in the sewers. Okay. Who is getting them the room, out of curiosity? Ellie is. Okay. So, um <laughs> So just just for fun and because I think it needs to be said, okay. um, the boys I think going into the hotel or the mm-hmm. inn would be excited, looking forward to it. Oh, this is. Cool. Mm-hmm. But as soon as she sees that it's you, the boys become like royalty. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, sirs. Whatever we can get for you, of course. Uh-huh. Um, you know. She, she knows where that bread got buttered this week uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and she remembers that. So, uh, so they will be well taken care of. <laughs> gotcha. 
Um, maybe, maybe even two well taken care of. We'll see what they have. I'll leave. I will leave her a list of things <laughs> that they are allowed explicitly to do. More so that they are that they are that she should avoid. With these are the channels on the TV that they cannot watch, mm-hmm. right <laughs> in their room. I'll come up with it later, but yeah. No daggers after eight thirty. Um, but depending, and I don't know what you've decided Aiden would do with the quote unquote five hundred gold. I think I gave him if he still has some left over. Depending on how long they have to be there, could be a little while, could be not indefinitely, but much longer than expected. Yeah, we would just kind of remove maybe the weekly or monthly whatever it. Could you know, from that, or Ellie would okay. pay more. No problem. No problem. Yeah, no, uh, he wouldn't have spent it all. He's very responsible. Oh, good. Uh, okay, so guess who's coming to lunch? <laughs> guess who's brunching with you this afternoon? Um, so I would say everybody kind of gets back, circles back around, does everything they need to do, finds what they need to find. Um, Did there Dawn was a get holy a holy symbol, symbol I could use? Yeah. Say that again, please. Did I get a holy symbol? Yes. Is it a shield? Like, what form is it? It is not, um, okay. unfortunately. <clears throat> um, they can work on that for you, though. Um, Incorporating a holy symbol into a shield, you're saying? Uh-huh. Oh. Um, they, okay. I can't, uh, like, recycle my old one? <laughs> oh, you want to upgrade your old one back to... Yeah, if it's yeah, possible, do I don't... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, in my head, it's destroyed. It's gone. It's obviously so... Sure. Oh, if they absolutely. Can, if they could fix mine, that'd be great. No, that would be even faster. So um, oh, okay. that would be even faster and would not take. So they could they could probably have that for you by tomorrow. Okay. Cool. Um. So yes, that that will come back to you. Okay. Can Don get one to borrow for the meeting? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, absolutely, but not a shield. No, That's... but it, I'll take. I'd rather have a holy symbol than none, but. Sorry, I didn't want to speak for Anna or or for no, Don. I think that was the goal was to have one at the meeting. Yeah, if there's one I could use for the day, but then pick up the reinstated shield tomorrow, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's totally reasonable. Absolutely. Okay. No problem. No problem. Um, the they are a little bit mystified by the shield to begin with, even even crest, but mm-hmm. he's pretty confident they can do something. Cool. Uh, and as far as as the the symbol to take with you. Um, it would just be something to wear. Okay. When Don returns to Blackstaff Tower, Barrett would give him the second of the two. <laughs> Actually, he gave he gave Don a plus three club a long time ago as a backup weapon because it's not that's, edged. Yeah, that's in the bag of holding now, I think. Okay. Well, long he's got a ago. second one that he keeps mm-hmm. as his own backup weapon, but he'll give it to Don if Don wants it. In the meantime, it kind of looks like a uh, mace. I mean, if you unless you just want to go around unarmed, it's your call. No, I, I still have my mace. Um, it's just not magical and it doesn't disrupt things. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is a yeah, it, it's disrupted. Um, it's your call if you want it. It's yours if you want it. Uh, I would actually say to Barrett uh, for now, uh, just at least for today, no, thank you. Um, I have to do some thinking, uh, but it would be clear that. Uh, being reminded that I went and like blasting the dead body the day before, like bothered me to an extent. And I'm just kind of hands off weapons at the moment. That was, thank uh, you. I appreciate the offer, but I just need, I need to, uh, 
refocus, I think. All right. Yeah. But uh, genuinely, thank you, Barrett. So. Yeah, Renair would have, um, <coughs> I think of everyone around the table, Renair would be the one that would, would have <coughs> had, a, had a, a sense of concern when he brought that up. So Don's reaction is very appropriate. Um, okay, so within a few moments of everybody getting back and getting resettled, um, lunch is already served, ready to go <coughs> in the dining room. There is no... Um, there's no silver hand as of yet by the time you all reassemble into the dining room and start serving lunch. And Marin looks um, okay. He had a nap while you were all gone and probably some more nasty medicine from Erky, but he's okay. Uh, and after you all get settled, silver hand would, would come in. Um, is Aiden with us? Or is he in a- um, I would say he would probably be at his new digs at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, unless you guys explicitly wanted him to be there, I don't. He's think... your brother. Barrett bought Whatever a couple you things. Want him to do. Yeah, Barrett bought a couple things for him in the when he was shopping, but he'll give it to him later then. Okay. Or could have caught him before. Either way. Okay. Well, if you caught him before, then add two med kits, two healers kits to Aiden's supplies. Oh. Okay. 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 Sorry, didn't mean to no. interrupt. No, no trouble. So moving forward, um, the as everybody's just kind of sitting around at dinner, waiting, casually eating and dreading probably the next portion of the conversation, eventually in the door, um, well, after Marin closes his eyes for a minute and looks a little bit ill, uh, he would turn to the rest of you and say, she's here, um, obviously, meaning Silverhand strolls in, and strolls is definitely the wrong word. Um, Silverhand is escorted in. <laughs> she looks... Um, so the last time you saw her at the meeting, the big meeting, she was in all of her formal robes. She was in her I am the open lord of Waterdeep um, high status look. Hear me. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, she looks now anything but. Um, she is frail. She looks like an old woman. Like old woman. Um, her back has started to hunch over her face has wrinkled. You you remember, I mean, she was still not young looking, but certainly, um, certainly didn't show her real age. Didn't even show, you know, close to that. Um, so it's a dramatic change from the last time that you saw her. In addition, uh, you will remember that she tended to carry herself with a very, um, powerful air about her, and that is all just gone. The the normal status that you've seen in her, and you've only seen her what three three times, maybe, um, is is just gone. There's nothing about her that speaks to her station as the Open Lord of Waterdeep, her power as um, as a one of the Mistress Chosen. There's nothing about her that says this even is Silverhand. Um, she looks like Silverhand to all of you, but everything else is very changed. She is accompanied by um, the person whose name I just forgot, Flora. I'm looking at Ellie. Fala? Fala, thank you, Fala. Um, she's accompanied by Fala, who is, um, she's kind of leaning on Fala a little bit. Fala is, has taken up, uh, she is less um, support for the walk into the room as she is clearly almost a nurse at this point, or she's, she's behaving that way. Um, getting her settled, 
putting her in her chair, making sure she's got her this and her that right where it goes, um, those sorts of things, and just general tending to of Silverhand. And um, Renair, for sure, would bow appropriately to her as she walked in. Not a deep bow, just a nod of authority and such, because that's what he does. Um, Marin does no such thing, probably doesn't even know he should, probably won't ever, and doesn't even seem to to respond to the fact that she is anything other than just an old woman coming in. Uh, if he is supposed to be under her authority, clearly he has not gotten that many. <clears throat> so... She walks in and, and kind of looks at each of you and, and says, please forgive my appearance. It's been a while since I've seen you. And the last time we met was trying. I hope we can make some amends and have a good conversation about what to do next for the interest of Waterdeep and for everyone, for that matter. Um, as she speaks, you can still hear a little bit of that leadership quality. She's not completely a crone at this point. Um, you can hear that she's still got that grace about her, but it, none of it shows on her body for certain. She's struggling for sure. When she comes in, yep. I would I would stand because decorum is still a thing like as far as Dawn operates, but uh, I would put my hands like behind my back just waiting, but I want to activate the eye. Okay. All right, cool. Um yeah. So oh, what's her glow? I, I keep forgetting to ask. What's her glow? <laughs> she goes red. She goes red. Um, but it's a little harder to see on her. Um, mm-hmm. It's not, I would say it's not faint like you've seen it go out on other people. When it goes out on other people and it declines, it gets, it gets smaller, like a, a flame that's dying, so to mm-hmm. speak. On her, it's, it's thinner. It's more transparent. It's, it's definitely more challenging to uh, additionally, it is shrouded in a kind of a silvery glow that all of you see just a little, just a hint um, over her skin and her clothing. Uh, when you pull the eye, you don't sense anything. Okay. Wait, on that note, do I sense the shadow I have or I don't sense anything? You do. You okay, do. okay. Cool. So the eye still works. I just can't sense anything on her. Okay. Correct. Cool. Thank you. Correct, correct. Um, Just curious. I mean, I assume there's no, I wouldn't know when I'm asking. Caw, caw. Um, there's no shadow detected on Fala either, right? Oh, correct. Okay. And Fala. Yeah, if Dom sent something, he would find a way to warn you guys. If he says nothing, that's like a good thing. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that's funny. Um, if nobody responds, Renair would jump in as the, the intermediary very quickly. And we appreciate you joining us. There are, I'm sure, many questions that we can share answers to back and forth across the table. There are also plans that need to be made, what we will do next. I think we all agree this threat is not gone. I think we all agree the threat will return, if not to Waterdeep, certainly to the Sword Coast, and we need to be prepared. Or if we choose to go on the offense, we make plans to do that as well. I think we have some of the most capable people in the room to be able to handle that. I'm glad we're all assembled here. I wish Mert were here. He unfortunately was not able to make it this afternoon. And Dernan agreed to move on with anything that we decided. So we are apparently the council that will decide what's next to defend Waterdeep 
and the Sword Coast as needed. Does she sit down or does she need to? Uh, no, no, she Fala helps her sit. So okay. she is she is sat. It takes a minute and you know it's it's like watching a really old lady get sat down and get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it definitely takes a minute. Um, but she's seated. She looks at each of you, not for long. Um, you don't see a whole lot of regret or sorrow on her face. Uh, she's not there to make apologies, um, but she is she is there and ready to talk. Uh, she would start. Uh, I, I do believe I owe at least some of you some sort of thanks for removing that cursed cloud over our city. I appreciate whatever it was that you did. Um, I would like to know, though, I've been told there's a, a very vast hole now in the City of the Dead. Um, we, we have people looking into it, but I'm curious as to know if any of that had something to do with you all. Um, mysterious things seem to follow you all, and I'd like to know the real truth. I'm sure we will have some story prepared for the general public, but I would like to know what actually happened. Point. Um, I, I would sit down when she sits, and after hearing that, I would say, um, like, thankfully, a deity saw it fit to step in on behalf of a spell that I was casting with the assistance of my friends to block the portal to the Shadowfell. And as a deity stepped in, so the spell grew to be the size of the deity's intent. Very good. And the spell, what is it? What is it doing exactly? Uh, it was forbidding the portal to open what we expected within to hold it within a 24 hour window turned into what you see now. Well, for all intents and purposes, it seems permanent. Seems to be working, but that was indeed my next question. How, how long can we expect it to remain? I can't say definitively, but my gut tells me it's there to stay until another deity says no. Very good. Um, so you are not personally maintaining the spell. It's being taken care of. As far as my understanding goes, yes. Very good. Well, whatever you did, thank you. Or if it was above you, so to speak, she kind of looks up. I I think we can use all the help we can get from wherever it comes. Has Mistra stopped speaking to you? I'm going to jump in there based on her saying that. It's been a very complicated and trying time. When last I saw you, our, our city's biggest problem was that it had been attacked by a strange dragon. And now here we are, what, a year later? A third of the city is gone, maybe more. Some killed, some destroyed, some recruited into some bizarre cult. It's very strange. Um, as to Mistra, she would look over at um, Marin, who she's clearly looking at for a little bit of um, uh, counsel, because as the black staff, that's kind of his job to provide a little counsel to her. But uh, unsurprisingly, Marin's like, He's got nothing to give her. I mean, he's he's three days into his attunement as Blackstaff. He's not there for her at all. So she she looks back a little frustrated and a little um, distraught that she didn't get assistance. But then she she kind of sighs and says, "Well, here then. Um, obviously, I don't look well. I like to pretend it's better than it is, but it's not. It is unclear whether now that the cloud is gone." I will recover. As a chosen one of Mistra, my longevity is linked directly to the weave. For more than a year, I had no access to it. It has taken a toll on me 
on my body, on my abilities, even as a chosen one without access to the magic that enables that there was little I was able to do as to speaking with Mistra, to be frank. No, I have not heard from her. I traveled away from Waterdeep for a time, was not able to reach her. She has either forgotten me, actively ignored me, or is unable. I don't know which. Presumably there could be other explanations. I'm not a deity. But the bottom line is, I was put here by her as the open lord of Waterdeep to ensure that Waterdeep's rise from the Never Ember, with all due respect, from the Never Ember situation, was triumphant, and Waterdeep returned to its former place of glory. I accomplished that in many ways, and then obviously things went poorly. It is clear, I think, to everyone, you are the ones that will help get us out of this, should you choose. You're under no obligation, although I think Elminster seems to think that you are somehow. He speaks of you as as if you belonged to him, as if you were his club, almost. He's a very funny character, Elminster. I haven't seen him in a while. Nonetheless, we need to come to terms with each other if we're going to get through this. I am the open lord of Waterdeep. Waterdeep is certainly my responsibility, but you know the threat that we face. You know it is not only on Waterdeep. You know better than anyone, probably. I assume you all know about the Fae and the devastation there. I also assume that that's only the first stop. Destroying a place like the Fae begins the fall of everything else. From what I know of the magic that created that place and everything around us, its roots grow deep into that world. The magic that we all enjoy here, that our Ander seemed to have such control over, springs from that world. And that world is now, for all intents and purposes, no longer exists. We've already taken a deep blow, and that is that weakens our ability to fight back more. So I hope we can again come to terms with each other in a way that will help us at least defend against whatever onslaught is headed our way. I would rely on each of you to make that decision for yourselves. You're not deciding whether or not to join me. You're not deciding whether or not that we are allies. You're deciding whether or not you will continue, I should say, this fight against an imminent foe. I am going to continue for as long as I am able, which I fear may not be that much longer. I do not feel any sense of my power returning, even though the clouds have been set at bay. If they don't, I'm of very little value to you other than my knowledge. I have a few spells. I have some magic left. Most of it is to protect myself. There's very little do I can do on a mass scale for Waterdeep or, or beyond. So whatever questions you may have, I will try to be as open and honest as possible. And hopefully at the end of this meeting, we will at least have allied ourselves together in the same battle. But that will remain up to you. I know I immediately have two questions if none of my friends wants to ask any of theirs first. Go ahead. If discourse has been what you've been wanting this entire time, why did you resort to trying to grab one of us through a mirror? All you had to do was tell us you wanted to meet. And here we are. We would have met with you. Well, unfortunately, it wasn't that simple, was it? You weren't here. Once I found out from Fala where you were, pulling you back into this world was my only hope at being able to sit down and figure out what we were going to do next. Ellie? Fala had a way of communicating with us that therefore got you to know that we were accessible. 
you could accessible is a very strong word with the ability to stick your hand through a mirror and grab one of us i think accessible is the exact word we're looking for first off second you could have used the same thing and i pull out the beetle charm mm -hmm. that they used to communicate with us to ask nicely <laughs> not threaten not insult but ask i don't understand and then i'm just gonna stop <laughs> there um she would look at Fala at that point and then back to all of you meridia is well i i made the choices that i thought were appropriate i did not know at that point if you were allies i did not know at that point if well if I could have handled that better, in your opinion, I I will cede, perhaps, and ask your forgiveness for that. Desperation causes many things. Nonetheless, um, my attempt was to get you here, face-to-face, -face, so that we could figure out what was next. So that I could figure out if you were even allies. You seemed as such. Elminster seemed to think you were. Nonetheless, here we are now. And on that note, and I would lean a little forward and I'd say, I suppose my second question isn't a question so much as an expectation, but we want to know everything you talked to Dreslin about right now. Hmm. I suppose that's appropriate. Dreslin, Dreslin does not want to rule over a dead kingdom. Dreslin does not, is not interested in destroying Waterdeep. He's interested in the power that Waterdeep gives him. He is, I will say, sick with power. His hunger makes no logical sense. He doesn't need anything that the power would give him. It's it's a sickness. It's the only way I can describe it. He laid siege to the city. He wanted the city surrender, and I would not give it. We met several times, in fact, to discuss possibilities. He wanted the nothing less than the enslavement of Waterdeep. That was not a price I was willing to pay. But he, I'm afraid... We'll have moved on for three days now, four perhaps. We've had no clouds here. We've had no prison over Waterdeep any longer. He will be angry. There will be retribution. I don't know where. I don't expect it will be here, to be honest. Somewhere else, somewhere a little less defended, somewhere a little less known, where he can begin again. Neverwinter is probably safe. Baldur's Gate, maybe not so. Luskin in the north, maybe. But it will happen, and it will be a big city. If he makes it back to Waterdeep, maybe that will be his last choice this time instead of his first. After he's taken everything up and down the up and down the coast, after he's cut off all the resources from Waterdeep, after we've had a chance to grow even more desperate than we are now, I don't know. Nonetheless, he wanted a surrender. He wanted Waterdeep's loyalty. I wouldn't give it. Eventually, he said that he would um, just attack, which is what he did. Unfortunately, I think we weren't prepared for the amount of power that he brought with him. We certainly weren't prepared for the cloud. We weren't prepared for the loss of magic across the city. These were things that he should not be capable of. I don't know where he's drawing his power from, but it is significant and broad. You know, often when we deal with people like him, they have some source of power that's giving them some extraordinary ability to do certain things. With him, it seems so much more broad. The way he's applied shadow magic to do so many different things, the way he's created it to infect, to control, to spread, it's given him a breadth of power that we've not seen before. 
at least not in my lifetime. But wouldn't that just speak to a direct connection with Char, considering that it is her magic? It certainly could, although I don't sense that. Char, Char would be more vindictive, I think, if this was her. Um, but she's not... Revenge has not been on her mind, at least not lately, I know of. It may come, and it may be her. You may be right. A visit to the Shadowfell is definitely in order. But I suspect I suspect he's working for Cyric. There's too many too many abilities that he has to not be just God granted. How Cyric has managed to influence this plane, how Cyric has managed to give him power, I I do not know. I don't have those answers and Mistra wouldn't grant them to me. Well, we do have record that Cyric and Dreslin used to be friends when Cyric was mortal. That is true. And the reason Elminster is not here is because he's currently battling Cyric. I wondered. The disaster during the eclipse led to... Please, go on. uh, The disaster during the eclipse led to Cyric and Elminster being trapped together, connected somehow in the Supreme Throne. And as I've said before to my friends here and Renair and the new Blackstaff, the only reason I think Cyric is not here is because Elminster is not here. Well, that's certainly something to be aware of. I think that certainly takes one of our major allies off the table. Uh, that's two, myself being among them. Without Elminster and without me, I know that doesn't sound very humble, but it is the truth. Without Elminster and without me, well, there's a big challenge ahead. Well, but perhaps that's also without Cyric. Cyric embroidered. But if Cyric is working under the power, or if Dreslin is working under the power of Cyric, we may have Cyric's power without Cyric being here. I don't know. Dreslin would not tell me anything as far as his motivation beyond the fact that he wanted everything. He did not say explicitly what he was doing for Cyric. Can you fathom a way to disrupt the connection between Cyric and Dreslin? so we could face Dreslin without Cyric's power. Um, if I knew more about where his power was coming from, if it was actually coming from Cyric, yes, there are ways we can do that. Um, unfortunately, our Ander would have been a perfect solution for a lot of that. But nonetheless, there are still ways, um, if, if that's the case. I know Dreslin did speak of Cyric, freeing him. He did not. That did not sound like his primary motivation, but he mentioned it. If he is in service of Cyric in order to get Cyric's freedom, then perhaps Elminster is helping by keeping Cyric busy. Maybe he's right where he needs to be. Nonetheless, if Dreslin is trying to free Cyric and control the world, I guarantee he's trying to control the world to hand it as a gift to Cyric. He never said as much, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Or maybe he hopes to control the world without Cyric. Maybe. If mm-hmm. Cyric stays in prison, then Dreslin is the one in charge. That's a very fair point. I know the rumors that we had heard, the spies that we had in place within the cult, were moving toward freedom for Cyric. They were, we suspect, amassing followers with that intent to be an army to help free him. But we can't seem to find a connection between the cult and Dreslin, which is where that theory begins to fall apart. Where is Dreslin now? I don't know. Come uh, now. Where is now? He's he's lost to me. He he had been hiding far to the north. We don't know exactly where, but there are a number of places that it could be. After the attack here, 
when Ander fell, it seemed maybe Dreslin did too. But the cloud remained, and that makes no sense either. Well, we've heard both now at this point. We've heard that Dreslin disappeared when Ander did, and we've heard that he was seen leaving the city. That's what I'm afraid of. The destruction should have killed him. It certainly took Ander. But again, the cloud remained. Dreslin's tools for laying siege to the city remained. It seems unlikely that those things would remain and even grow stronger, slowly, albeit, but still stronger, without him having some hand in it. Now, the likelihood of him being destroyed in that battle is very low. So you suspect the upkeep of the cloud really was because of Dreslin and his survival and not because of some other power like Sirik or Shar. I don't know. I suspect it's Dreslin. I don't believe he's gone. But as far as hard evidence, I have none other than the remainders of his magic. There's still shadow magic. There's still evil. We've heard reports from few survivors in the Fae that there may be another dragon. Small, but growing. With very little magic there to feed on, I suspect the growth will be slow. Nonetheless. What do you say in your expertise as a Chosen of Mistra, that Dreslin's power is on the level of someone who has potentially been given the status of a deity, even though they might not be a deity themselves. Like the power he wields is so gargantuan as to be on par with someone like Sirik or Shar. Very close, yes. It's not so much the power, the strength of the power, you understand. Lots of people are very powerful. Lots of people can do godlike things. But their power is almost always very specific, as I mentioned. It's not the breadth that his holds. That's godlike. He certainly has not risen. He's definitely not a deity. But his power is certainly close. If a deity were in, and out of character, I don't know if this is something like Don might know, but asking Silverhand, if a deity were to take on a physical avatar in the material plane, would that limit the amount of power they could access, but they could still access a large scope? Mm, it depends. Um, avatars that, that have existed in the past typically take on a much more limited amount of power while they're here. It doesn't disconnect them from their powers. They can still do things, but they typically will have to leave their avatar to do it. Mistra has walked among us, and it's as she was walking that she was killed. They are certainly weakened. I don't, I don't feel like he is an avatar. His power is the same, no matter where he is. But it's a good theory. It could be true. He seems also to have a very distinct personality that I could not attach to any any deity that I know of. Uh, you have to remember, I met with him. I sat across a table from him. And <clears throat> again, certainly, certainly not one that I know of. Do you sense what kind of power could defeat him? Well, there are a number of things. The thing that concerns me is that he seems to have harnessed, harnessed shadow magic. He seems to have harnessed an entire breadth of magic. What we had clogged the weave. The cloud clogged the magic that we all rely on. That's power. As far as what can remove him, well, certainly first he has to be killed. There are other things that have to happen or could happen besides that, but that would certainly be the best result. There's no question. There's no if. He has to be eliminated one way or the other. Anything we do short of that, he can return. That's not to say we shouldn't do other things, but in the end, that's what has to happen. As far as what to do with that, 
I don't know. That's what Ander was supposed to be here for. As much as I hated all of that responsibility falling on a little boy, sometimes that's how fate works. Ander is, to my knowledge, at least according to all of the prophecies and legends, the only person that would be able to wield Dunamancy, which is powerful enough to go up against him. Not alone, but as an ally, it would give us the strength we need. But he is gone, at least gone to me. I'm not certain whether or not he actually died in that explosion. They never found a body. You heard that, I'm sure. If he's still out there, I can't see him anywhere. So that leaves us with finding his replacement. She looks over at Marin. I suspect Marin will do a good job as Blackstaff. I suspect Marin will be a significant asset here in protecting Waterdeep. But I'm not sure he's the replacement. Will we do to Mancy in a way that can counteract Shadow? Yes. Is that what you're to do that someone needs to wield dudamancy to face the power of the shadow magic i believe so yes um with elminster's original plan which i was not a fan of to begin with because it is very reckless was to allow dudamancy to be unlocked allow it to sit in the hands of someone who can wield it ander and allow a mythalar to magnify it to an extent that essentially Ander would control all of time and space. He could build a prison for Dreslin. He could build a prison that would crush Dreslin. He could build a sword to cut him down. We don't have him. We don't have a Mithalar. Though there are several still out there that we could search for. You do know something of Dudamancy, though. Oh, indeed. Not anything about wielding it, but I certainly know what it is. It was deemed long ago far too powerful to exist. It was locked away. Mistra and her... Well, it was her responsibility to make it locked away. It was too powerful for either darkness or light to yield. Wield. Was there ever a deity in charge of Dunamancy in their no, portfolio? It goes, it goes back beyond that, uh, back to the birth of the universe, back to the birth of magic. And I, I ask that because uh, with the magnifying of the forbidden spell, there was a moment where I was able to speak with Kelvin Blackstaff through Marin. And as I was doing so, he pointed out that I had a blue glow about me that he remarked was dunamantic in quality. And then I, I did see a figure that I can only attest to being a deity of some sort that was crushing the shadow back into the portal. Interesting. You carry dunamancy on you? I don't. I mean, and yet Kelvin now did. in the moment, Perhaps, but now um, when I return to myself, for lack of a better term, I, I it's like the fifth time today poor Don's had to say this. I can, I can now see like auras about people that speak to the vitality of the life left in them. And mine was blue, which I can only assume was the, the Dunamantic-esque quality, but it is now just a, a flicker amongst a common red. Mm. And I have no idea if that's Dunamancy or not, but whatever it is, it's a remnant of something. Indeed. So one of the other aspects of Dunamancy is being able to control magic. Because of what it does, the, the more powerful can take the magic wielded by others and convert it to something else. Perhaps that's what Kelvin meant. I, I don't know. Hmm. That is truly interesting. Have you spoken with Marin? Marin, do you have any recollection of any of this? 
Marin draws total blank. No. And all of a sudden you see just a little bit of the old Marin where he's kind of a little bit shy, a little sunken, because uh, silver hands here. But well, if that's something that you have been blessed with, uh, that certainly is, is something that's going to be helpful, although I do suspect you would be able to sense more power than that. Ander hadn't even opened Dunamancy and was already showing signs of being able to wield Dunamantic magic. He could control gravity, stop time if he needed, a number of things that he should not have been able to do. I would imagine that if you have been given some for yourself, you would have seen some of these things happening around you by now. Maybe not. This was unfortunately after he was already absent. Hmm. Well, it only happened three days ago. <laughs> three days ago, that's right. Three days ago. Two months. Um, I, I suspect you would see other signs. Perhaps they're coming, though. Um, I do hope that is true. Are there other ways you know to cultivate one's connection to Dudamancy? With it still being locked away, I don't know any. Even if we had a vessel, like Ander or someone else, perhaps Dawn here, even if we had a vessel, it's if it's locked away, it's locked away. It must be released. Elminster Dreslin never... But did Dreslin ever mention Dunamancy to you? No, he did not. Because one would think if that's really the most powerful school of magic out there, that would be what he was would be after, ultimately. He wants to control everything. Not common everything. knowledge. There are a few that know that... Of course, it's part of legend. But there are a few that know that it's real and locked away. But Siric knows. Or does he know? Would he know? He should know. And by extension... If he were working with Dreslin, it would stand that Dreslin would know. But no, he, he gave no indications of any interest in Dudamancy for me. Uh, he, he didn't even seem, in all honesty, it may be that he doesn't seem, he doesn't see it as a threat uh, now that he, well, not quite, but significantly controls Shadow. Maybe he doesn't see it as a threat. And you've heard nothing from Mistra. I've heard nothing from Mistra. I got the impression from Elminster when we last spoke that she had been in touch with him more recently. She is still not at her full strength. She is still healing and will likely be doing so for another hundred years. She doesn't talk to us often, but should have heard from her by now, certainly, and have not. Do you know about a guy, a lesser noble, I think is what we were told, um, Benedict, Jonah, Jonah, Jonah Benedict? Oh, Jonas Benedict. Jonas. Yes. Better than Jacoby. <laughs> I know of him, certainly. He lives on the north side. Um, Pleasant Villa. Why? Don has mentioned uh, blue. He is that full blue color. Interesting. We ran into him. He seemed pretty normal, but... Um, he's a nice enough gentleman. That's it? He's not a sorcerer? Doesn't have any other abilities? He keeps to himself, mostly. Um, he donates to the right charities, is seen out and about, but for the most part, as far as I know, he's not intimately connected to anyone in the city. He doesn't have what I would consider close friends, uh, somewhat a loner. I don't know him personally. I just know of him. And he was a, a different color to you, Don? Yes. Um, the same blue that Kelvin remarked on and that this potential unknown deity was is 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 interesting and out of curiosity what color am i uh red as everyone else is here 
what I would consider to be normal in terms of colors I'm seeing on people and living creatures. One unique fellow out of all of the sea of residents of Waterdeep that you've seen. That I've seen so far, yes. At, aside from myself, but the blue on me is very, very fleeting. Every several seconds for an instant, and then it goes back to red. Interesting. Do you know, this is a bit of a wild question, I suppose, but do you know if any followers of Shar have been having difficulty talking to her? Have you opened that sort of discourse with anybody? That's an interesting route. Shar is not one to keep in touch with her less powerful followers and her more powerful followers don't travel in the circles that of polite society. I have not heard any rumbling. That doesn't mean there aren't any. I only ask because from our understanding of shadow magic and the way Shar teaches it to her followers, we should be seeing if Dreslin is in league with Shar and learning from her that he would be going insane or have shown fits of insanity, but he has all of his faculties and a ridiculous amount of power in terms of shadow. Ah, so indeed. There is a, a distinction between the magic that she wields. Hmm, bad word. Um, there's a distinction between the magic that she and her followers wield and what Dreslin is doing. Um, she draws on the power of the shadow to cast spells, much like you draw on the power of Helm or um, Ellie here draws on the power of, well, the Fae and the, wheel, the Weave. Uh, drawing on the power of and controlling are two separate things. Dreslin has harnessed and is controlling shadow. It's much more dangerous, much more powerful. Others may use it to cast spells. That's very different. And as for the box of shadow you have? She holds out her arm and shows you under her skin. You can see. Um, not a lot, but there's some kind of squirming under there. Ooh, and I couldn't sense that at all earlier? No, you couldn't. Um, okay. I made a few attempts at trying to do what I think Dreslin is doing. I was unsuccessful. I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know what he's doing. Ander was working on it a little bit too, I believe. I think he made more progress than I did, but that's not surprising. He has different powers than I do. He was able to do some remarkable things with the shadow magic that he had. The remainder that I had, I gave to him. I was unable to do anything of use with it. He, on the other hand... pointed at her a little bit when she says that. Like, did she really? Insight check. You can insight check if you want to. Okay, I will. Dice. Don't forget your extra D4. Oh, um, got it, because Don, Don's going to need it with insight. Want, do you, I mean, I, I wanted to do an insight check. I was going to say, can Don do it with advantage? Yeah, sure. Yeah, thank Barrett you. Would definitely be doing it. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank like, you, Ellie. Look, 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 That's going to be a... Look, look, she's blushing. At uh, 22? It's less 22. It's less lean over and cover your mouth. It's more like... Yeah. Right? Um, 22. Fabulous. Yeah. She is... Um, the way that she hesitated in her response about that chest, you get the impression that she is mostly being honest. Um, there was some other detail there that she thought about sharing and before she said. Okay, so... So I would say at the very least, you're suspicious of whether or not that was the whole truth. Yeah, I I would ask her, I'd say, so you at least gave him the chest. Yes. Right. Um, Seeing that she has shadow on her, though, and I couldn't sense it, I am absolutely going to uh, pop my hand out. I will summon the eyes so she can totally see it. Okay. 
And I will say, what wards do you have on yourself right now? Because I should be able to feel that because of this. Nice. Nice. Um, wow. How I she- would even stand up a little bit because like I've never seen someone not I've never not felt it. Okay. Um, so she would, first of all, be absolutely incredibly interested in your hand. Like that's that's an unusual thing. People don't mm-hmm. wander around with such things. Uh, it is not a gift that Helm bestows on a regular basis to anyone. Um, so you would be able to see very quickly the amazement in her eyes about that. Um, secondly, she would, um, after probably a little more quizzing you about it, um, she would... Oh, can I take this one step further? Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. If I if I pull back my own sleeve, can I feel if there's any scarring on me that's like would be visible in that instant? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to show her that I have that and I'll say like... If you are, if there is anything you are not telling us right now, that puts victory at stake. Mm, nice. Okay. Is that an intimidation move? My intimidation sucks. So Barrett can do that for me behind me. <laughs> well, no, I just, I just said in the chat to uh, Damon, I should have put it in the big group chat, but this whole time Barrett's being silent and he's just standing behind with crossed arms behind Don and just every once in a while flexing his gloves. He's the muscle. So they give off a little bit of shadow every, every once in a while. Oh hell yeah! Hell okay, so if if there's an intimidation check or something like or whatever, I would I think Barrett is adding whatever help he can in that line. Okay. Um, she is at the end of the day still her. Uh, it, rather than an intimidation, what you would see is um a little bit of curiosity and some valid respect. You all are stronger than when you left here. It's good to see. No, young cleric, here. And she pauses for just a second, and that silvery glow that was on her fades, and all of a sudden you get it. And there's more than just in her arm. Um, And you can see as that happens, she winces a little bit. Um, The shadow in her arm becomes much more active, and she very quickly restores that silvery glow. And then it's invisible to you again. Yep. I would nod and I would just say, uh, thank you. I understand. Well. And I'll dismiss mine. Perhaps it was uh, inappropriate for me to make attempts, but, well, I didn't see any other alternatives at the time. So when Ander was showing more promise in his experiments than I was, it only made sense to make sure he had what he needed. We dedicated whatever resources he requested. He needed more shadow. We provided it. Uh, to my knowledge, he had made some significant progress. He had created some of the things that Dreslin had created. I know he had given life to dead creatures with it. I know that he had used it to prove his weapons worked. Frankly, there may have been other things he did that I don't know. I, for better or worse, trusted him because Elminster did. Uh, going back to the failed attempt at the eclipse we do have record from ander that it released the princes of shade at the same time but in the ensuing battle at least four of them were killed okay Uh, i did not know that that is a problem they will be doing any bidding they can to bring about syrix return and or help dreslin whatever they're assigned to do they're not they can be defeated but they're powerful 
We need to locate them, too. First or after Dreslin? I'm not sure. Well, certainly, Dreslin is the more powerful. So if we have a choice on to which, as to which to take first, it's definitely Dreslin. Although if they're moving about doing what he needs done, then perhaps we remove one of his resources by removing them. They would be easier for certain. If I don't like that he has all the advantages. Our heroes are few. They are in this room. It feels odd to be asking so many questions about Shar, but if you feel that she's more of a vindictive deity and Dreslin has control of the school that she simply draws from, are you surprised that she hasn't seemed to come forward in any way or wreak havoc of her own? No, she's happy. Uh, that's definitely the wrong word. She's content to rule over the Shadowfell as it stands, at least for now. All she wanted was a domain. All she wanted was her own power, and she rules there with an iron fist. She has what she needed. She's no desire to fight for things that she doesn't really need. Not to say that that won't come. A time won't come that that will happen, but I don't feel like it's now. Something tells me she's not fueling him. Could be wrong. Again, a visit may be in order. Well, to be transparent, we were thinking of going there at some point soon in the future to see if we could find some tools for the fight. It may be a good place to start. She's not likely to be an ally, but... Perhaps if she's not working with Dreslin, I mean, to say she's not likely to be one of our allies, but if she's not working with Dreslin and she has some way to remove his power, if we can convince her that he may be a threat in the future to her, she may take some small step to aid. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, as they say. What in the Shadowfell did you desire? First, it was just to stop what was pouring into Waterdeep. Of course. But... Goals change as the situation develops. You said a tool. We had hoped to somehow obtain what we understood were keys to unlock the Dunamancy vault, but that's what Elminster and Ander were attempting, and Elminster made a gamble that didn't pay because he didn't have what they needed. I see. So the keys are still out there then? Yes. (sighs) There's a lot. Uh, They are the creation stones or some such rumor. But we know that one of them supposedly is held by Damien Crail. Yes. That's a Nelminster plan if I've ever heard one. It's better than whatever plans I might have. But if we unlock Dunamancy, we still have no one to wield it. Has anyone ever in the history of it prior to being locked away wielded it? What Under what circumstances in any lore or history has anyone used it? Is Andrew the first? It goes before Mistra. It goes... Existed for a long time. It controls time. It controls the basic forces of the universe. It was born when the universe was. It's old magic. But if we can release it, if we can bottle it somehow, if we can offer it some sort of pathway, I don't know. Or or find another Blackwood, another Plainskeeper. Believe his father has passed. Yes heard about his mother obviously she wouldn't have had the connection there Marin doesn't seem to exhibit any signs but family trees run deep maybe a cousin maybe a a bastard child no one knew about is it the blackwood connection that's important or um well that's my train of thought um how would you determine who could control dudamancy i don't know the plains keepers seem the most logical choice and those are blackwoods not every generation, not every individual, but most of them. 
have some sort of unique power. And based on what family records we have, we do know that the uh, ability to wield a great power passes through the sons. So that eliminates 50% of whoever's left, Certainly. if anyone. If we can find anyone, exactly. That's the question. Although back in the early days, records weren't great. It's entirely possible there was infidelity. Who knows? Ah, that seems like a long shot. Infidelity with John. So what we could potentially be looking for is a Blackwood who doesn't know they're a Blackwood and we have no idea that they are either. Correct. Again, that seems like a long shot. But okay. do you have better ideas? Is there a spell for that? Locate blood? Oh, I don't know. Do we have anybody who makes blood checks on a regular basis? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I kind of did that one time, Ellie. Yeah. Sort of. So in, in my opinion, we, we have to make some decisions. We have to move forward with some form of action. Your plan for Elminster was already going to take you to the Shadowfell. Yes. To confront Damien Crail. Perhaps perhaps that's our next course, to be able to talk with Shar and get the piece that you need. Two birds with one stone, so to speak. Our next course? Mm-hmm. Our. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't believe I'm going to be able to come with you. But do you plan to support us? Indeed. In whatever way I can. As I said... We, we must come out on the other side of this conversation as allies. We don't have to like each other. Do you have any questions for us? I'm admittedly nervous and suspicious about the chasm and your ability to control it. If it was... I think it's out of my control. Some unknown deity, then that's, that's wonderful. It's nice that you're blessed that way. It does strike me. You guys say things like that. Well, that's one thing, Silverhand, you and I are wholly aligned on because I don't know... What happened? I can tell so, you that the only feelings I get are good from this figure, whoever she is, but the unknowns do concern me. Well, it certainly introduces a variable. I don't like those right now. There are too many unknowns as it is, and our heroes accomplishing the goal that for a year no one else could, but not really knowing how they did it is concerning. That being said, I, I'm not sure that, that it's worth questioning. You did it. That's the important thing. Waterdeep's going to return to normal, hopefully soon. That's the important thing. So whatever reservations I have because of that, I'm certainly willing to put aside. I think if you also share those reservations, it's an area that we should continue watching. See where it's coming from. Find out what the mystery is. Might not have anything to do with any of this. Who knows? Nonetheless, a visit to the Shadowfell. I will do my best to reach Elminster again. He may have had a backup plan, or he may have had a backup plan to his backup plan, I hope. Well, I can tell you now, I was able to send him once, and what I got back was that essentially it's up to us. I think his backup plan is where he is right now. Ah, okay then. We'll proceed without his counsel. I don't think his counsel has changed yet, so it's there. Fair point. I will make myself available from here on out and do my best to answer any questions you have as honestly as I can. I'll make available the resources of Waterdeep, though they are stretched thin. As much as I would hate to ask, we should be cautious with those. There are people here that haven't had resources in a very long time. Mm-hmm. However, they are yours. Waterdeep is at your disposal. I will make sure that the city guard and the rest of the city knows who you are. You should be able to come and go as you please with no trouble. In fact, for the most part, you'll be celebrated. Barrett finally speaks up and says, and what about your intentions for the Black Staff? When Marin is finally fully 
installed, what do you expect of him? I expect that I won't be able to influence him at all. The Blackstaff watches over Waterdeep, as the Blackstaff always has. I don't expect Marin will be any different. There are more than one times throughout history that the Blackstaff has been the barrier between Waterdeep's fall and her open lord. I expect that Marin would take whatever steps necessary to keep Waterdeep. It comes with the job, so to speak. I, I have only one last question that I can think of, but I don't know if this is something you've tried with Mistra, but do you know if the city has any um, elixirs of divinity available to try to force contact? We could feel sacrilegious try. to even say, but... It does. It very much does. But we could try. We could really use some sort of communication with Mistra. Understood. If she controls the key on Dudomancy. Well, another idea is... If for some reason she's not speaking to me personally, finding someone who she is, maybe one of my sisters, that could be arranged. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good. So I will work on that. What questions do you have? Think about them, decide what they are, and let me know. And I will see if we can reach Mr. a different way to get whatever answers might be available. We will together assume Elminster is where Elminster needs to be and leave him to do that this dragon that may or may not be in the fey unfortunately i don't think there's much we can do about right now if it's there hopefully it will stay there if we need to send a party to try and deal with it perhaps we can do that but i think right now the shadow fell is the most obvious choice do you disagree i'm in agreement. very good i'm in agreement with everything except that we might be able to i don't know why we couldn't go to the shadow fell and deal with the dragon they I guess. And deal with I'm the sorry, dragon. I said the Shadowfell. Why I don't know why we couldn't go to the Fey and feel deal with the dragon. Well, perhaps that should be a choice too. It seems as a possible drain on resources for an enemy that's currently contained. But as of now, you all are the experts on this enemy, not me. I only sat across the table from him. You've battled with him. You've battled with his allies. You've defeated his dragon. I will Actually, leave it. a question on him. Did he seem age? Did he seem youthful? Did he look decrepit, falling apart? I suspect he has mastered the power of the Lich. Yes, there's something confirm that. There's something more there. In one instance, he would look aged and decrepit, but then in another, youthful and powerful. There's something more going on. His countenance was shifting, essentially? Is that how you would... I think that's a fair description, yes. I don't ever... I didn't ever suspect him of being weak understood i suspect he can within some limited amount of power take different forms as he needs i will get in touch with mistra or do my best to do so through one of my sisters very well Mm -hmm. if we all agree on those basic points for now i'll remain at your disposal we will be here for a short time at least very good you're welcome at the castle anytime if you need transportation just well let Marin know I'm sure he'll be able to arrange it. Or within a day or two, he'll be able to reach out to me through other means. I'm sure Z rolls his eyes at that. I'm sure. I'll stay with you. Very good. Is there anything else before I take my leave? Sorry for breaking your arm. (laughs) You did what you felt was right. Did I? Um, If they're about to leave, I will... I'll give Fala the other half of the beetle charm that I've had for way too long. 
Nice. Um, Hope your dad's doing okay. Grandfather. 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 Yeah, grandfather. Um, she would very quietly and discreetly, I'll come back. We need to talk. They. And thank you for this. And she would just grab it and hold it tight. All right. Happy with Silverhand? Probably not. But that's what you get. Mm-hmm. It is what it is for now. It is what it is for now. Oh, boy. All right. Well, happy three years, guys. You happy three years. Hopefully some new steps that you can take to move forward. It's so quiet. Like, I feel like Lots we should think about it more, but... <laughs> Well, we're at that the beginning of the next chapter kind of place, you know, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Very um, much so feel free, whatever you want in chat. Uh, I will be incredibly busy next. Week. Um, I think we are also off from our. Yes. Mm-hmm. Out, so um, I next think I'll actually, yeah, I think I'll actually have a couple of weeks where I'm going to be hard pressed. So um, setting up Z working on the carpet while other things are going on might be convenient. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and between then and now we will. We will chat. All right. Cool. Yay. Thanks for the marathon. Happy three years. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Happy birthday, us. Three years yeah, old. Right? Right? Crazy. Right. All right. Y'all take care. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>